What's up, you guys? I'm your host, Michael Swoboda, and this is the Average Alaskan Podcast, the show where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of Alaskan outdoors and life in Alaska. We're back. Another episode, another week, joined, like always, by the one, the only, Mr. Sean Love. What's up, guys? Oh, busy week last week, and we are finally cooling off. Do it with me. Ready? Inhale. Exhale. First breath in weeks. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you guys for tuning in to last week's episode. I apologize for kind of the scatterbrainedness of it when we tried to get all our thoughts out, but uh, we are running on about uh, two hours of sleep, a whole lot of caffeine, and uh, some nicotine, and that was the only thing getting us through life. Um, But things have changed. Times have slowed down a tiny bit, and we're back to get back to it. Back at it again. Hell yeah. It's another great episode. Hell yeah. But, um, nah, it's going to be a good one. It's been, uh, like we said, last week was super busy. Had a ton of fun. Got to do a ton of fishing. Got to host one of my longtime friends, one of my best friends, up here for his first time in Alaska. Got to have an absolute trip of a lifetime with him, so that was awesome. And we're going to dig a little deeper into that trip a little bit. We covered it briefly last week, but uh, we just, I mean, kind of just skimmed the surface on all of that. And then we're going to wrap it all up with uh, the kind of top summer fishing opportunities for you guys up here in Alaska. It's full swing right now. We got all kinds of stuff going on. So no better time than now because it's going. So you better listen to this. Listen to this. Share it to all your friends. Spread the word. Every form of social media, whatever it is. Freaking <laughs> Telegraph. Instagram. Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Telegraph. I think they like Telegraph the app. Oh, uh, let me see. I'm old school. I don't know about that. We got the We got we the straight buttons dots on. and dashes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. But we appreciate you guys. You know, like, subscribe, do all that fun jazz. Follow us on all the things. But enough of that. Let's get into it. Before we get into any fun stuff, uh, how was your week? Long. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad. Wasn't a bad week. Got some chores done. Wrapping up things. Getting summer officially in full swing. Make sure all the nets are all. Didn't have any fucking holes in them. <laughs> because. N- <sighs> we don't need another incident. Really <laughs> bad experiences. <laughs> some near uh, relationship ending experiences. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> It was all your fault. I can't believe you. Um, it's the net. <laughs> so all the nets are mended. All the dip nets are mended. Uh, make sure that none of our waders have holes in them because when it comes to neoprene waders, <laughs> your boy's a buster. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big that dude. Sims gang, boy. Yeah. No. But besides that, everything's just rocking and rolling. Oh, yeah. You work know? going smooth. Yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah. Another day, another dime. Heck, yeah. You were dabbling in my field of work, the old weed eater, (laughs) today. (laughs) Yeah, we were brushing fire hydrants. So we go around, we test all the fire hydrants, test PSI, make sure they operate just fine. Yeah, make sure them bitches work, because we got fires everywhere. We can't even see. You can barely see the bay right now. No, some serious smoke. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Tyler Friel Tundra Talk today, and they were said up there, it's just horrible, because they've got all kinds of, they got a ton of fires up there, and. You know, luckily we don't have too much over here. Most of it's over on the other side of the inlet. But man, that smoke is brutal right well, now. We're talking. Last time I checked, was eight thousand acres already over in Katmai. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's grown more than that. Shoot, they were talking um, those fires up north. They were popping off four thousand acres overnight, expanding Holy all these cow. little ones, just blowing up. And no, it's freaking. It's gnarly. We, I mean, 
I don't think we've had more than an inch of rain since like December, which it's is been nuts. Dry, and we—I mean, we had a ton of snow this winter, so there's you know there's all the rivers and stuff are still flowing pretty good, but it's like, dude, ever like you know the lawn care business been uh, been mowing a lot of <laughs> yards that maybe don't need mowed. Like, mm, that's some nice dirt. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Oh, it's been horrible because, uh, yeah, still haven't put my shower in. Uh, y'all, uh, if you're listening, please, every single one of y'all message me and tell me to do my fucking shower. We're going to start Michael GoFundMe. Yeah, I was like, that's not even, I got all the supplies. I just, fuck, the ambition. There's too much fishing to do, man. But, Dude, for real. <sighs> the fishing is on. Like, they, they're talking, you know, summer's halfway over. Supposedly, you know, summer solstice. Dude, fireweed's already freaking blooming uh, right now. Don't outside. even talk to me about fireweed. <laughs> I brushed, I brushed fireweed all day, and then it yeah. gets stuck in the weed eater oh, head because yeah. it's tall enough and long enough that it wraps oh, yeah, around. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah, <laughs> ripping the end of the weed eater. Yeah, no, it's crazy. This year's been blowing by. Like, oh, it just it still trips me up because I'll be watching, you know, my YouTube or whatever, going through my feeds and. You know, everything's 2022, 2022, and it's like, fucking, that, it's almost over. It's, <laughs> it's halfway, halfway over. over, dude. It's like, oh, God, time flies. It's just now that we're seeing the end of summer. At work, guys are buying winter tires. Yeah. They're buying <laughs> chains for the trucks. I'm just like, no. It just started. Where's it going? Uh, our buddy Jack was mentioning, you know, shoveling snow and plowing snow. I was like, no. Yeah, First shut, and foremost. Shut the fuck up. Shut your face. <laughs> Please don't talk to me about that. We can talk about anything else. We can talk about anything. Not that. You're right. No, it's. No, we still got a plenty plenty of good time coming. We still got the fall up coming. But that's. I mean, shoot. Sheep season's not oh, even dude. a month away now, barely. So. Your boy's knees all inflamed. Decided uh decided to go on the first run since my knee surgery. Been doing you know been staying in shape, doing a lot of rucks. But I was like, you know what? I haven't ran in a while. This will feel good. So from my house, we got a nice hill that runs from pretty much my front door down to town and back. It's a little over five miles and it about is a two- nice hill. Oh, it's a perfect little. It's like the perfect training hike distance because it's five miles. You get about a you know I think it's like nine hundred foot deep. Decline, 900 foot incline. So you almost get 2,000 feet elevation change in it in five miles. And, you know, crank it out real quick. Nothing bad. Just kind of walk the ditches, kind of practice, you know, get it whatever side hill in I can. Prep in. the ankles. Oh, yeah. But freaking that run because had, uh, it's shoot, almost, has it been to you? I got my ACL surgery January 2020. So over to you. Yeah. Two years and some change? Some, I don't know. But freaking, dude, I, I just don't know. I don't have enough meniscus and cartilage left in this bad boy. I was just pounding. It's all inflamed. Man, but hiking and rucking is totally different than running. Oh, yeah, way less impact on it, which yeah. that's because I was – None of my none of my rucks, even that, you know, 115-pounder I did the other day, you know, it was – you know, legs were feeling it, but mm. knee felt fine and – but choose that run, even you know every every step you feel the pounding in it, and I was like, ah, eh, that's just that's just joints, whatever. But then yesterday <laughs> it was pretty tender. It's just and, yeah, right, <laughs> dude. I'm so I was thinking about it today. I was like, pretty much every major joint I've had, I've had wrist surgery, knee surgery, shoulder surgery, ankle surgery, and it's like I've done knocked them all off. My guy, you need some PT, <laughs> right, dude? Oh, at the spry young age of. 
almost 25. It's my going to be my Damn. birthday. And You're old, man. Yeah, 11 days till my birthday. Wish me happy birthday, guys. Send me some free shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody send me some shit. That'd be cool. No, <laughs> no but goodness. It's all kinds of fucking puffy right now, though. But Get yourself a bike. Yeah, I need Low to. Low impact. It's still pretty good from the legs. I need to. I'm just a cheap ass when it comes to that. Because I used to love, I mean, me and my uncle used to mountain bike all the time. I enjoy bike riding. And, I mean, it'd be, we live in a great place to do it. You know, not much. For sure. You know, riding on the roads is kind of annoying because our roads are dog shit. And we don't really have, you know, good shoulders on the roads. But, you know, I ain't hit anybody yet. So, hopefully, they don't hit me. But I need, right. I need to just get me one. I need to start running on that elliptical thing, whatever that thing's called over there. Mm. It hasn't been touched. <laughs> <laughs> My storage rack over there. Hell yeah. I see all the line hung up on it. Oh, shit. yeah. No, eventually, there's going to be a cool little cool little gym in here. I'm, I'm excited. It's Dude, I'd get there. up and pump with you. Hell yeah. Dude, I'd we'll, do it. Yeah, we'll get it, we'll get it set up. We'll get a little bent, you know. Some free weight set up. I already got, you know, kettlebell, bar or not barbells, dumbbells, got the elliptical, gonna get the freaking Samson line ropes going. We're gonna we're gonna have a sweet little setup in here. I'm down to pump. Hell yeah. I need to. Yeah, that'll be a good winter project. Get that like fully set up, get some freaking um what do you call those like Lego mats going in Hell here? Hell yeah, put some wrestling mat underneath it. Yeah, this garage ain't never gonna see a car. Fuck a car. Yeah. In garage. <laughs> <laughs> Who works in their cars anyways? Yeah, George, when we were buying the house, Jordan's like, oh, sweet, I can park inside. I was like, uh, you think? <laughs> like, nah, we got a lot of stuff to put in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Maybe. speaking of that, before you head out of here, I gotta show you the, we did a, Put in the new ceiling fans, the new light fixtures in the house. Looking right. good. Rocking the double living room ceiling fan now. It's a move, especially oh, yeah. during the winter when you're trying to circulate the heat. Oh, the yeah. House. And especially, oh. I mean, we have so many windows in the house to where it's like a little greenhouse right now in the summer. It's cooking. Dude, our bedroom, because, you know, we got the, yeah, <laughs> we got the east facing window there, big old one. And whew, we also, our comforter is like four inches thick. <laughs> you wake up and you're like, <gasps> <laughs> butt's all sweaty, your neck's all sweaty. And you're just like, <laughs> right. where am I? No, but. No, it, it's it's sweet. We're pretty much living room's pretty much done. Just got to finish painting the ceiling, which will be kind of a pain because we put that off to the end. So taping everything, or not taping everything off, but papering everything, just making sure don't get shit all over Jordan's stuff and Jordan's well. stuff. <laughs> Jordan and her stuff, right? She got a lot of stuff. Oh, but put up a. Right. You have to check out. Um, Jordan's got a sweet uh, print she just hung up on the wall. I forget, oh, I forget her name, but really cool, really cool painting. It's got a, a ton of, like, hidden animals through it, and it's, uh, I forget the artist's name, but she makes, like, real high-end prints, and they go for, you know, pretty damn expensive. I didn't know about it. I just had it freaking stuffed in the corner in the garage. <laughs> Jordan was like, can you go find this? She was like, it's re- really nice. Make sure it's good. I was like, oh, shit, I just kind of shoved that in the corner. That like, thing? My, my bad. Shit. <laughs> No. So when you say hidden animals, do you mean like the ones where you have to look at it and cross eye and there's like animals inside it? Yeah, like- kind of. So it's like a landscape picture. Um, oh, shoot, what's the name of it? Uh, forget the name of the print. But yeah, it's got like 23 animals like inlaid through it. It's got like most the uh, North American big game animals through it. And it's really cool. It's pretty dope. You'll have to check it out. But could have swore I saw something like that in the corner. Over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the thing we used to throw the beer bottles at? <laughs> Is it the pong table you're talking about? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, living room's pretty much done now. Just got to do the boring part. 
Painting. A boring part. <laughs> shower. Yeah. Do your freaking shower. Uh, at this point, I'm like, let me just finish the whole house, and then I can bathe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Took a nice uh, yard bath the other day. Had Jordan spray me down with the hose of the driveway. <laughs> She's like, you're fucking gross. <laughs> Time to hose down. Yep. The oh. neighbors were like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, right. Free hobo bath? <laughs> Oh, I think man. about that every time I crack a fire hydrant, we were flushing. You know, it was like a free bath. <laughs> Any homeless people, free soap, give you a bath, no problem. Oh yeah, dude, freaking, it's been. How was the fishing hole? When yeah, speaking of that, uh, Sean just got back from uh, doing some fishing. Uh, like it's like twenty minutes fishing. ago, <laughs> sort of fishing. Yeah, so uh, we have a little fishing lagoon located on the Homer Spit. It's kind of a tourist attraction nice little easy thing for all the campground rv people but they release a uh, king salmon in there and today at noon they opened it to snagging which basically means you just throw a giant treble hook with a weight in the center of it and just rip it through the water till you hook a fish uh, yeah and uh you and jack both both hooked into a king i went down there for about 40 minutes today I got off work a little bit early and Figured I'd run down there, but I didn't have any of my spinning tackle, and I didn't want to freaking spend $30 in gas to go out to my dad's house to go grab it, because I was I was scouring through the garage. I was like, where? I was like, no way I lost three setups. I was like, where did they go? I called my dad. He was like, because he blew a tire in the driveway this weekend. Uh, yeah. He was like, I don't know what I hit in your driveway. Something just blew through the sidewall of my tire. I was like, what? I was like nail something but i was like sidewall i was like how'd you do that he, that freaking pile of scrap metal that i've been stacking the like two foot tall a scrap pile of scrap metal that's clear as day just backed through it and freaking blew just baja man <laughs> straight up so he uh stole my truck for the day and unloaded them so i ran down to the boat and stole one of our halibut uh setups so i was out there with <laughs> 200 pound braid hucking lead dude that's what i had i've been watching guys it's awesome i love that people are down there and it's kind of like a hatchery it's a freaking guggen fishery it's I'll tell you. nuts <laughs> you think like the russians nuts and like the kenai's nuts that's nuts because well, it, it, it you don't need any type of equipment like there's a fishing store right across the street so people just go over there buy the biggest dorkiest setups they can, can I buy a fishing license over here <laughs> Yes, you can. Turns into a certified CF. Yeah. Uh, but, no. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it was pretty packed when I went down there, but you had maybe 10, 15 feet between individuals, which can be a little squirrely when you're slinging lead. The kid next to me, he was three casts in a row. He must have had some rotted braid or something, but you just, middle of the cast, line would snap, and you just see this freaking five-ounce treble. Just, <laughs> just like, Four. <laughs> See you at $8. <laughs> <laughs> Three casts in a row. But. That sucks. You you see people down there with like trout rods and like ultralights. They have like 15 pound test mono on it and they're slinging these. <sighs> I watched a guy fight this fish for probably 45 minutes. Drag all the way out. <laughs> he's reeling as fast as he can. He's like. <laughs> That's my pet peeve, especially like on the boat. Somebody will hook up and fishes just run. They're just reeling, just tearing up the gears of the rod. I'm like, no, quit, stop, 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 stop. Ah, ah, ah. Like, it's good, no way. I was like, no, that's, that's how they do it. That's 
That's how fishing works. Just let it run. It'll stop. You reel. You fight it. The thing is, <laughs> his rod was hardly even bent at all. Hardly bent. And the drag is just screaming out. Like, no, please. Please. I'm go down there. I'm like, hey, can I give you a little tip? He's like, yeah. What? And I was like, I just reached over. And yeah, just a little drag. spinning reel. And just tighten it just a little bit. And it's like, and they put bend in the rod. And he's like, oh, awesome. Thanks. I was like. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. Yeah. Landa's fish warm super nice, but that was, I was about to have a stroke. <laughs> Dude, like I said, it's a Guggen fishery, which, I mean, it's super cool because people that have, you know, very limited fishing experience can catch a 25-pound king out of there, which yeah. is freaking awesome. Yeah. But, man, it's you people watching down there could be it's awesome. <laughs> just walking back. I was wa- heading back to the truck, just, you know, finishing up, just watching everybody do their thing. Most people, you know, they, they know what's going on, mm-hmm. but about every fourth person is just a cluster. <laughs> and I'm just like. You got a spinning rod upside, upside down. down. <laughs> yeah. That's the classic move. <laughs> you know, every third cast, bales closed. You just thunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, standing next to people over there is a risky business. Oh, yeah. Dude, Jack almost hooked me. Oh, dude, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> he like hung up with some seaweed and was like bunk. I was like, hey, <laughs> sunglasses on. My safety equipment. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to help you with a one-pound treble. Couldn't cost. <laughs> yeah. No. If you guys at home are at all curious, just look up Alaskan snagging treble, and you'll see what we're doing. Like, these are some heavy-duty some bitches. It's what I use to snag uh, Looks like a, Yeah, a little grappling hook you're throwing yeah. out there. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> no, it, it's just nutso down there. And you have people that don't speak English. Nothing against that, but they don't speak English, and they've got like a bobber set up with bait on it. And I was like, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> just maybe wait earlier in the year. Sure. We're slinging lead at each other <laughs> on both sides of the fishing hole, which is not, I don't know, 30 yards apart at that point. If that, yeah, low tide for sure. Only probably and 30, 40. I'm slinging easily to the other side. No problem. <laughs> and I'm like having to stop it as it's coming out. And there's people back and forth. And this guy's in there floating a bobber. <laughs> Down the bank, I was like, ah, oh, buddy. <laughs> I'll give you one. All right. I'll give you one. No, but y'all ended up, y'all pulled up two fish. Or what, down there, hour and a half or so? Probably, yeah, about an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. And y'all caught some nice ones because there's a bunch of Jack Kings getting caught. And that's just a, you know, term for under 20-inch king, kind of, a, you know, baby king. But mm-hmm. a lot of those in there. But there's some big fish in there. And y'all, y'all caught some two decent ones. Yeah, I caught one of those probably upper 20s. Hell yeah. I'd say upper 20s, low 30s. And Jack Collin, pretty sizable king, which we saw bigger ones hooked up, which was yeah. impressive. No, there's been, this is the biggest kings in there I've ever seen. And usually, you know, usually average fish in there is 8 to 12 pounds. But mm. this year, I mean, I've seen some freaking slat. Like, dude, yeah, we watched one breach and pop off. The biggest king I've ever seen in there, which is the old wise fishing tale. You know, yeah. that was the biggest one ever came off by. Oh, it was easily the biggest I've ever seen. Yeah. No, I saw while I was down there because I thought it was one of the seals because we'll get seals to come up in there. There was like four down there when I was in there. <sighs> one of the, the kid that was next to me earlier in the day snagged one of them on accident. Oh. Freaking spooled him, snapped his shit. And I was just like, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Aim for anywhere but the brown thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, giant, the giant sea dog that's floating around. Don't snag it. Yeah, it's not a duck out of the water. It's its head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please don't aim for its head. <laughs> the feds don't like that. <laughs> no. Which I didn't see one down there. Oh, nice. I must all. Because 
It was outgoing tide. They probably all boogied by then. For sure. But they probably all left at noon. <laughs> right. after they sounded the horn. Oh, yeah. It also, I don't know. It <sighs> then again, okay. As a local, you know, open it at midnight. Open it at midnight, <laughs> so I can go like before work or something like that, and <laughs> catch fish. Awesome! Ah. They're sounding an air horn at noon. Nobody who works for a living is going to be out there unless you take the day off or have a long lunch break or something like that. And it's just, which there's kids out there, which is awesome, but it's not like their dad can take them. They have mm. to have a grandpa or something to take them. And I don't know. It makes it made for a big cluster either way. Yeah. It just, I don't see the downside of opening it at midnight. I mean, we both, we were geared up, ready to go last night at midnight, reading the emergency <laughs> order. We're like, oh, sweet. It opens at, you know, 12 p.m. Cool. We'll get down there. And then we're like, 12 p.m. That's noon. Fuck. <laughs> I can't do fucking clocks. And, right. <laughs> then I was like, I got off at like four and I was like, I'm going to just zoom down there. I'm sure it's not too crazy while I got down there and drove, you know, getting close to a whole little parking area. is just plumb full. I was like, shit. People double parking each other. Oh, up. yeah. I was like, I'll pull in there, see how bad it is. I was like, yeah, there's one spot I'll go stay in because I'm the type, like, if I have to squeeze between two people, I'm just not going to fish it. It's not It's not worth it to me. I'd You know, I'd rather let somebody else catch a fish at that point. For sure. Um but there was enough room. I was like, ah, I'll still make it. You know, I'm down here. Might as well. But, man, the kid next to me, he said, because he was there from noon on, he caught a couple fish, and he said at noon it was three times as bad as it was when I was there. I was like, how? It's <laughs> easily like 300 people yeah. to fill it up like that. That's nuts. Yeah. Because there was probably 100 people when I was down there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nuts. But, you know, teach your own. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time either way. There's lots of fish in there. There's a point where you can catch them with bait in the earlier season, and you can catch them on, like, pixies and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, flossing. You can flossing. catch a lot. But there's the, the lull in between where you have to floss, and they're not biting anymore <laughs> until the open snagging. Yeah. And then it's just on. <laughs> yeah. No, that's sweet. Did y'all flay them out already, or you got them hole in a cooler right now? Flayed them out. Nice. Thank you. Dunzo. Hell Keep yeah. Keep it easy. I love the, f- the flay tables down there. They're just... Yeah. Go to. Even when I don't fish down there, if we go up fish with the Kenai or something, we got them out and we just pack them up. Yeah. And got them out there. Cause it's, uh, you put your guts there, you put your bones carcasses, there, carcasses. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah. It's the way to go. Because they just grind it up and shoot in the ocean. Oh, yeah. No, it's a lot more convenient because otherwise you just got to deal with fish carcasses. And Either way, you have to go down there and dump your carcasses because there's nowhere here to do it. Yeah. No, exactly. You used to be able to dump carcasses and game bones and whatnot up at the dump oh really used to the, the prior owners and then it got changed they mm-hmm. changed hands and they've done a good job with the dump up there though it's it a looks lot nicer. really good and yeah. i'm sure it's squared away with the epa because <laughs> 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 yeah. i don't know if it was <sighs> probably not <laughs> but oh. yeah, it was a good time there's a lot of fish out there a lot of people a lot of people <sighs> had a guy <sighs> pet peeve <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a lot of pet peeves this is one of them is me, Jack, and his girlfriend, and I had a young man on the other side of me, not 10 feet away. This guy slid right in between me and this guy, and we're slung over my line like four times. And I was like, I am about to fisticuffs. <laughs> about to drop the gloves, dude. I was like, hey, if I scoot over this way, do you want to be on that side? He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I was like, cool. <laughs> awesome. You sling it over Jack's line. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. But Sam was down there with y'all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, she was having fun. I don't know if she's ever landed a king. 
Not my Sam, Jack Sam. Yeah, yeah. same. I don't know if she's ever landed a king. Because she knows how to snag, and she's snagged before, but I don't know if she's ever hooked up on a king or anything like that. I don't think so. It was good. She was getting some good practice in and watching the fish go by. That's the only way. You can blind snag, and it works sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, blind snagging for anything. But being able to see the fish and just... Sight casting for him. That's what what I was doing. No, that was fun. That was my my first time snagging was last week over in China Poot. That was a lot of fun. First time ever. Yeah, I just... It was one of those fisheries. It's just like dip net, and I've just... I've never... You know, I'm always doing a different fishery or something or always busy doing something else. But that was a good time. We got over there, and it was real early in the China Poot run, but there's good fish over there. And the first night we went over, it was just us, and then one other uh, skiff showed up. But it was just, you know, I think there's a total of six of us, and it's a little inlet over there. And, I mean, we that evening we caught six or so, but it was fun because you're just kind of cruising the coast with the skiff. You see a school fish coming, you know, it, it, it reminds me a lot of sight fishing for like redfish it's exactly down, in the, what it is. down on the Gulf Coast and, you know, looking for finners and stuff or jumpers. It gives me the fizz. And, no, it was a good time and great way to fill the freezer because, I mean, it's not super sporty. You still get a fight out of them, but you're usually, you know, you know what you're going out there to do. So you got some pretty heavy terminal tackle on, you know, heavier kind of like not quite surf rods, but, you know, some medium heavy spinning action stuff. So you're kind of reefing them in, but, you know, you snag a 12 pound fish in the tail and you're going to have a fight no matter what. Dude, so. Jack caught his right in the tail. Yeah. We fought it for a good minute. Yep. Like, dang, he caught it right in the back just before the fin. Mm. I mean, he had just barely caught it. It's like, oh, man, I got so lucky. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but. but I used heavy braid. He had mono on. When it comes to snagging, I'm all about the braid. And I, yeah. I don't want that popping off. And yeah, exactly. So I just hook up with it, reel it in a little bit, walk up the beach. Because <laughs> it. It's not going to come off. No, exactly. And, yeah, with that, mono just has a bunch of stretch to it, which, I mean, has its benefits. But when it comes down to a fishery like that, you want just heavy, heavy-duty stuff, you know, because, like I said, you're just ripping it through. You want a good hook set, and then you want something to, you know, because you're not – you can't turn their head when you don't have them hooked in the head. So, you know, there's no control in the fish when you're fighting it. So, you know, a lot of people, even when they're, like, picking out line they don't necessarily know what the the pound rating means and because you know like 10 pound test you can catch up 50 pound fish on it you fight it correctly but you know it'll snap at a 10 pound dead rise which is just you know if you put 10 pounds of resting weight on it it'll snap and when you've got a fish hooked in the back or hooked in the tail or something you got a 10 pound fish you have to put you know essentially 10 pounds of force or you know whatever that fish plus you know resistance all that into it and you want you know i was down there with granted i had a halibut rig on so i had like you know, 100 <laughs> 150 180 pound braid on there whatever it is and uh so ain't nothing breaking that but uh you know 15 pound mono you like, it's getting a little little squirrel you can definitely get it done but you know you snag a big 25 30 pound king out of there the biggest fish in there yeah you're gonna be hosed for sure so. i watched a guy fish with half a fishing pole down there just now. <laughs> the top half of his fish pole gone he was fishing with the bottom half i was like rock on dude <laughs> right party rock on him, sock him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was like if you need a rod i got one he's like no nah, this is awesome rocking it <laughs> cool cool we're cool man keep on keeping on brother yeah it was a good time. I wish people would pick up a little bit more of their line because you go down there at low tide, like minus five, and it drains out. There's lures and line everywhere. Oh, yeah, I bet. But oh. We ended up picking up a bunch of line. 
But it's caused like a chain reaction kind of. I picked up line. I was like, caught my fish, you know. Picking up line on the way up and stuffed it in the little tube. And Jack's like, oh, thanks, Sean. Like, yeah, shit, man, I fish here. Yep. And he starts picking up line and stuff. And then people around us start picking up line. And yeah. it's like, cool. Yeah, they just need that little bit of guilt to incentivize For them sure. to go do something. Just a little bit. Yep. I was like, we all fish here. We're all fishing now. If you want to continue to fish here. Pick it up. Yeah, just keep your shit clean. Because, I mean, it prevents future snags. It's better for the, you know, environment. It's better for everything. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. It was when we were on the Kenai pulling plugs. I caught the biggest snarl of fly line and backing. And it's just the hugest mess. It looks like someone just dumped their entire, or like hooked up a king. And And just just spoiled them. (laughs) I caught all of it. (laughs) So no. it's a little bit the of a Kenai pain is ass. freaking famous for that, especially come flipping season. You'll mm-hmm. hook up into a, a snag that's been down there for twelve years and it's got hundred and fifty dollars worth of lead attached to it. Like, and just, oh. Yeah, that's no. another thing. I found some lead. Hell yeah. Going in the bullet bucket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Melt that bad boy down. Yep. When it comes to it, I'll be prepared. Heck yeah. Get all the split shots and weights I need. <laughs> yeah. When China comes a knocking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, last year you couldn't find lead. Oh, you couldn't find sinkers anywhere. Mm-mm. I drove four hours to get sinkers. Oh. I bought buckets of them. Yeah. Smart. That's like I went grocery shopping today, loaded up on a bunch of sausage just because Jordan really likes the Jimmy Dean hot pork sausage for good stuff. stuff. And she hasn't been able to find it in weeks. And they just restocked everything right before 4th of July because all the tourists and everywhere. I mean, we got out-of-state tourists, people from all through the state coming down to town and stuff and so they stocked everything up and i was like just cleared the shelf i was like yeah i'm gonna take it (laughs) well that's a crazy thing about homer is it's a destination for people that live in alaska Mm -hmm. you have tons of people from anchorage you know up north come down to homer like oh i know somebody with a fishing boat and they're going down this weekend we're all going down Mm -hmm. they all pile on and And our one grocery store cannot handle it let me tell you (laughs) no way it's like they don't shop where they at like the Costco or something where they come from. Mm. And you just come and read the Safeway. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't have that much shit, man. <laughs> right. All the ice, baby wipes, napkins, cups, you name it, gone. Oh yeah. But that just kind of it's nature of the beast. beast. Exactly. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> smart minds think alike. That's I think right. something like that. Yep. I don't know who the smart minds are, but <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Oh, goodness. But, no, it's been a good freaking week of fishing. I was thinking about it today. I was like, let's see, the last 10 days hooked into probably over 10 species because we went, let's see, started on the river, got some rainbows, some dollies, hooked into that one king, uh, a couple reds, halibut fishing, halibut, brown dusky, black rockfish, gray cod, ling cod. Um, you don't have to brag. Dude, I got to. When I can, I got to. No. The flex. <laughs> Oh, and that was one thing we didn't get to talk about last uh, last week's episode. We recorded right before heading out for a halibut trip, which was my first ever guided halibut trip, which was kind of fun. I've been fishing them for over 10 years or 10 years now, and first time ever going with somebody other than me and the old man. And so just seeing how other operations ran and, you know, halibut fishing pretty much same old, same old. Like, nothing, nothing, I did, <laughs> nothing I didn't know over the last 10 years, but it was fun getting a you know, kind of, I mean, shoot, you can't ever get the guide out of somebody once you get out there. I did, you know, never baited half the boats. Yeah. Shit. You know, I kind of told the deckhand, we actually, it was, uh, uh, 
No, Becca. Uh, I think she's two years younger than you. Ryan Chapman. Yes. Her little brother was our deckhand, and I just kind of told him, I was like, I was like, I'll take care of this side of the boat. You can take care of that side of the boat. And cool. I ended up filleting all of our own fish and stuff, just, you know, helping out. Plus, it just, you know, I can't sit there and watch somebody else do it anymore. You're like, doing nah, it nah, so. nah, nah, that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. <laughs> but it was a good time. We got into some decent fish. Uh, Kneebone ended up bringing in a 90-pounder, which was cool. Was so good. he was he was freaking gung-ho because, you know, he'd – he had a you know blast this whole trip had you know ton of fun and about halfway through the day he's like yeah this this was cool I was excited for this but didn't you know didn't even come close to the snagging we did just because it was kind of, you know we did it the local way went out and stayed on Vinny's saner and ripped the skiff around you know it was a good time and then you know everything was fun on the charter but nothing you know nothing spectacular caught a limit of rockfish got into some cod then went and started catching some halibut and he was we were all limited out except for knee bone he was still waiting on his last fish and then we hooked into a real nice one and so he's fighting it getting all you know pumped screaming drag and uh fish comes up and you know skipper runs in grabs a 410 shoots it in the head things are going crazy he's like this shit's wild <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it was it was a good time. Great little cherry on top. Cause, oh yeah, I mean everybody on the boats. Like, oh, this is awesome! And because uh, it's always fun when you catch any of the you know bigger fish, and anytime you get to break out the harpoon or the gun, it's the a shoot good time. a fish, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, and it was everybody on the boat was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And the weather was was decent jordan was pretty seasick the whole time she forgot her dramamine that so she sucks. was yeah she was kind of hating life and uh her, i can't i threw up three times i never i wasn't seasick at all the whole trip but there was a couple times we we're sitting there and i think it was i mean we had gotten maybe a total of like 18 hours of sleep that whole week plus probably doing a little too much drinking all week mm-hmm. no dude I, I was sitting there just pounded a rock star and i was sitting up on the bow and all of a sudden i was like i'm gonna puke like Right now, just all pink rock star, just gross. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, all right, we're good. good." (laughs) That just came out of me? Yeah, like two times later. I was like, goodness Christ. And it was all, the whole time, just pink rock star. And that was the first time I'd ever, you know, had one of those. I think that was fucking one of the pink rock star ever again. Nope. No, it was funny. I was like, some fishing guy, hey, I forget the first person to throw up on the boat. All hyping yourself. I got the side of the boat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Hey, yeah, I get it. But yeah, I felt horrible because I was sitting there consoling Jordan the whole time. She's just sitting there hating life. I was like, you're good. You're good. And then I'm like, I was in like, because <laughs> <laughs> each time me. came out of freaking left field, you know, just enjoying life, enjoying life. And then all of a sudden you get that like fuzzy feeling in the back of your throat. I was like, oh, what? Oh. The little mouth water. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, a, it was a great time though. We, I mean, ended up with just under a hundred pounds of fillets. You know, mixed bag of rockfish, halibut, and uh, cod. That I mean, that ninety pounder really helps because that's sixty pounds of fillets yeah. right there. I talked to him that evening, and he was like, "That fish kicked my ass. <laughs> my arms all sore and shit." Yeah, so, right. Welcome. <laughs> no, no. But it was good. Sent him back with 50 pounds of fish, a little mixed bag of everything. And he sent me a picture the other day. He's grilling up some salmon on the on the grill. That's I awesome. Like, I was like, hell yeah. That's what we like to see. No, and it was he sent me a picture. It was like 106 in South Dakota today. I was like, Ugh. 
That could uh, stay there. Yeah, dude, I was about dying today, and it was probably like 60 degrees. Dude, I was peeling off every layer I could get off. Dude, you just, uh, once you move here, you're just not built the same anymore. No. <laughs> Their blood thickens and shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's hot. <laughs> Yo. Oh, but yeah, that kind of rounded out that trip. We headed up to Anchorage. His flights, oh, dude, nationwide flights have just been all kinds of effed up. We had hopped in the car, heading up north. We were going to go catch dinner with uh, some teammates we have up in Anchorage. Um, hadn't seen them in a couple years, and we're going to go catch dinner with them, and we were about... 45 minutes into the drive, he gets an email that his flights had been canceled and that they were trying to reschedule them mm. and this and that. So his flights got pushed back like 32 hours, which is shitty. Kind of messed up all his uh, plans on the back end once he got back uh, home. But luckily, our friends up there in Anchorage took him in for the night and took him out to Big Lake and just kind of showed cool. him up. Yeah, exactly. He got kind of a bonus, bonus vacation day, but... No, it was, we were freaking pooped. After that, dropped him off. I had to head down to Seward, uh, pick Vince up. He was taking his saner around at the point, getting it ready. He was still waiting on his permit card to come in, but needed to get his boat around. So worked out to where I could drop off Kneebone, rallied down to Seward, stayed there for the night, picked him up in the morning, went and looked at a, looked at a boat, and went and got a survey on a boat, and, um, and then cruised back back to town but first time and spending any like real time in seward been there a couple times just on midnight runs to go pick people up or drop supplies off for boats and stuff and but it's it's a cool cool little town but it was freaking clout that little valley they're in they don't get shit for sunlight dude no. it was clear sky whole way you pull in like two miles outside of seward and then your clouds just sock it whole time we're there just clouds and then two miles outside of seward Clear as day. See, they get, in my my professional opinion, of course, some of the worst weather. <laughs> it's some of the worst sunlight. When it's sunny, it's sunny. Not nearly as sunny as it, it is here. Oh, yeah. By any means. It's really pretty. I like how they have, like, true mountains right there in town and stuff. Both sides. Yeah, which is pretty cool. They're right there tucked in. It's tucked in a really cool spot of the state, but mm-hmm. it just... They don't get shit for sunlight. I heard the winters are atrocious there because it just the sun just kind of bloops over yeah. the mountains and tucks away. It's like, yeah, I'll be heading up there Friday, Saturday. Oh yeah, you're going over there for the fourth. Yep, I am. I don't know if Sam will or not. She doesn't know yet. Yeah, but I'll be there. Hell yeah, going out with the parents. Oh, my taking grandpa, taking the man. boat out. Yeah, heck yeah, that'd be a good time. Family cruiseroo. It'll be something. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be a fight. <laughs> Put all the loves together. Yeah. When we get together, there's going to be a fight. Not like a fist fight, but a bitching match for sure. <laughs> <laughs> On the old love check. Baby love check. Uh, shitty music reference. I'm sorry, guys. I dig it. It's my theme song. All right. No, that'll be a fun trip, though. Going to go do some fishing, just cruising around. Yep. We'll be cruising around. Hopefully hit the paddle boards a little bit, get out. Hopefully oh, it'll be go. sunny. Be nice if it's sunny. Go look at the glaciers and things like that. My grandpa will be there. My aunt came up and she's nice. visiting them and us and Wombo Combo. Heck so yeah. she'll be up there. And All the Okies are in town. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Pull up. Right. <laughs> Where the white trash at? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh, shit. But it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. We'll probably go fish a little bit, get some rockfish or something. Uh, Lincot opens the first, I believe, first of July. I'm not sure for Unit 7 over there. I have to look. I have to Google it. Google it. 
No, that'd be sweet. We caught some deep, some really nice lean caught actually out on that halibut trip. On my bear trip, we caught into some real big, like some 40 plus inches. Uh, but, you know, obviously season wasn't open. And then mm-hmm. on this trip, we didn't get out to, you know, really any good lean spots. But on the, ho- ho- on the halibut hole, we were fishing, caught into some uh, decent lean cod, which was cool. And everybody got to see them. Like, oh, my God, what is that? Mm-hmm. So that was that was cool. That was fun. Just you know, oh, it's always fun seeing other people get excited about shit. Yeah, yeah. And there's this one dude from California though, and he was no hate on California. Actually, all the hate on all California. Hate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, he was just like, yeah, I don't really get why people like it up here. You can see all this stuff in Northern California. I was like, fuck Northern California. <laughs> no, <laughs> just California. <laughs> Actually, stay there. <laughs> Do us a favor. Stay there. <laughs> no, it's just. Uh. I got There's all freaking leaving Safeway to get today. I got all freaking wound up for no reason. I was just seeing the license plates. I was like, yeah, out of state, out of state, out of state. I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Nah, it's just, that time of year where you're getting tired of it. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? You just start to get tired. I like it at the beginning of the summer because it means summer's here. But then by like middle of summer, when they become real nuisancey for me, like, nuisancey. Yeah, yeah I'm like Ugh. COVID was cool. <laughs> that part of COVID. Pretty cool because you have a lot of in-state people who don't normally get out and mm-hmm. vacation and stuff like that. They go on like a staycation and kind of explore mm-hmm. Alaska, and it's really cool. And that was a lot of fun seeing yeah. other people in Alaska down here. Mm-hmm. No, and like the biggest pet peeve for me with the you know people visiting and any of y'all thinking about visiting Alaska, listen to this just a little bit, please. Um, <laughs> we love having you guys up here. But you just got to kind of realize, like, we roll on a kind of a... It's like Hawaii. You know, they say Hawaii time. Alaska time, kind of similar. We we definitely... We run a little harder. We get more stuff done. But, like, by God, just don't come into our stores and bitch about us not having stuff. When you got to realize, like, we got a little town. We've got limited stores. And then when everybody and their mom from all over the world shows up for a holiday weekend... Yeah, you're not going to find marshmallows. I'm sorry. Like, quit <laughs> screaming in the aisles about stupid shit you can't control. I'm sorry. It just bugs me. And I'm like, don't don't bash on our state or our town because you can't get your freaking fuzzy bubbly water because we don't carry it or we're out of it because everybody came in and just raided the store. Like, I'm. it's just like, be happy we're here. It's Alaska. Enjoy what's going on. Yep. Don't like I, I think it just boils down and this goes for everybody. But like when you're doing something cool, something amazing, a trip, a vacation, don't find shit to be bugged out about. Like don't don't be all pessimistic about oh my god, the traffic lights take so long. We got two lights. <laughs> Look out your window, there's mountains right there. Enjoy something. Forget. Yeah. Like there's enough bitching in the world. Quit bitching about stupid stuff. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> quit bitching right? <laughs> I'm sorry guys I'll quit bitching <laughs> nah, I, I get it though I get it, it just irks I mean me. think about how all of our shit gets here It has to drive four hours After it has gotten off Either a plane or a boat Which came from who fucking knows where <laughs> Or it was trucked All the way from somewhere else Yeah, Don't expect a mango <laughs> like <laughs> No or a coconut Or pineapple sometimes <laughs> right. Watermelon if you're lucky <laughs> Yeah It'll be a shitty watermelon. For sure. It's all like grainy and <laughs> grainy and it's gross. Either way. <laughs> yeah, we lack it in the produce up here, unfortunately. For sure. We grow great vegetables. Fruits, on the other hand. Mm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they it is. I can tell you what it is. It's fucking 24 hours of sunlight. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kale right now, 
booming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got our, the greenhouse is popping off right now. Jordan's doing pretty fire with that right now. And you have to, man. Produce is kind of expensive in Alaska. Dude, well, everything's expensive right now with inflation. It's ridiculous, dude. We're talking about California. <laughs> They're giving out inflation checks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> totally part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we have an issue with inflation. How do we fix inflation? Print more money. <laughs> oh, I got you. Well, the state of Alaska is giving us 1300 bucks for the energy credit. Oh, really? It's supposed to come with our PFD. So instead of giving us the entire PFD, so we're going to get a thirteen hundred dollar PFD, and they're, that's well, what they're going to call us a PFD. Half of a PFD plus thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So when did this whole half a PFD thing start? Because COVID started, and they're like, "We're going to give you half your PFD PFD up front, and then we'll give you the other half." But now it's been two years since COVID, and they're like, "We'll give you half your PFD again." They're like, hey, no, no. Oh, like, how about a how about a full PFD? Like, uh, yeah. like what happened? <laughs> Kiss your mineral rights goodbye. <laughs> the companies come in and rape and pillage. We're going to give you the set amount. We're actually going to cut it in half. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we'll give you less than a half. You guys cool with 10%? Okay, half, and we'll give you an energy credit. Does that, does that count? Nah, it's a fucking joke. Yeah, that's sweet, though. I'm, I'm, I'm all about some cash in the bank account. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. Is it going to fix the problem? Hell no. But <laughs> Definitely not. It's not going to pay for my energy all year. It's not going to pay for my energy for half a year. Probably. Oh, especially when heating fuels up like 135% or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it, that is going to pay for part of my heating fuel. Yeah. Only part of it. All of that is going to part of the heating fuel. The 1300 bucks. That's kind of like a slap in the face. I mean, I appreciate it. I get it. I don't know where the money's going to come from. If it's, like, federally funded or comes out of a different account or they got a loan or something. I don't know. The PFD would be nice. <laughs> right. If you just give us the whole PFD, it's more than the 1300 and the twenty five combined. It's five grand. Right. Whatever. Which five grand does not go far when it comes to heating oil. And it's supposed to be for, like, winter. Prep. It's only half a gun work rifle. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How many sleeping bags can you buy with that? <laughs> Approximately eight and a half. <laughs> but it's supposed to it's supposed to go for the things like dip nets and fishing poles and stuff to be subsistent in Alaska mm. and help offset costs and things like that. No. <laughs> Guess all that shit goodbye. Yep. At least that's what I use it for. Yeah. That's what yeah, I, I mean most people you know, a lot of people, winter tires, Christmas yeah. presents, you know, roll, rolls in usually first week in November. So you know, it helps a lot of people out. It's just unfortunate that it's getting undercut. And I wouldn't mind it if it actually got you. That's always at all. My issue with government every time is it's just it's inefficient. The spending's never checked. There's never a stable balance sheet. Like you never get receipts for nothing. It's like it just gets squandered. It gets lost in the bureaucratic BS and it just doesn't get spent well. I'd have no issue. Take half my PFD. Fix my roads. Guess what? That shit's not getting done. Other shit's not getting done. And it's like, I'd rather, I trust me and other individuals to use that money more efficiently than the government does. You know, the the single mom with three kids who's, you know, struggling to make ends meet, give her her full PFD and let her make that decision. If she's going to blow it, she'll blow it, whatever. But odds are she won't. You know what I can guarantee? The government's going to fucking blow it. So, like, get your little freaking grubby little dick beaters off my money and, like, Help, help, you know, help the little guy out. You know, it's tough, tough times. I was like, shit, we just freaking 
recession hitting. We had to have layoffs this week. Had to let John go. That sucks. Uh, you know, is what it is. You know, yeah. wasn't quite performing up to what we needed. Plus, you know, we just couldn't keep them around. Fuel prices are astronomical right now. All the profits getting chewed up with that. Things are expensive. Shit ain't changing. And it's like. Ain't the only ones either. Nope, exactly. People are laying off left and right, especially like mortgage companies and things like that and banks. Oh, yeah. They're getting, they're tanking. It's gonna be gonna be tough times coming up. I don't I don't like being doom and gloom. But that's uh, why you got to listen to our right. podcast. Exactly. And stay on the up and up. Stay on the up and up. Learn. Take some of our kind of useless advice. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll listen to other people, then fuck up what they say, and then <laughs> take about ten percent of that, and it might be useful. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Right. This is not financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sue us. <laughs> Don't sue us, please. But do please send free shit. We could use free it. shit's cool. <laughs> no, but it's ah, it's squirrely. But you know, when it comes down to it, I'm gonna go shoot a moose in the face. Eat it all year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here we go again. Down to the PFD. <laughs> PFD could buy that rifle and the ammo and the gear you could use to do that. PFD mm. goes through your winter tires and snow chains and things you have to have living in Alaska. Um. I'm all riled up now. <laughs> right. Whatever. All right. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. Good times. Great vibes. Fishing season. Yeah. Ooh. So I wanted to go through a couple of uh, just each of our top opportunities for the summer and for individuals outside of the state and those who are in state, uh, kind of best opportunities to, you know, fill the freezer. I mean, like we were just talking recessions on the, you know, up and up food inflation's crazy right now. But we got great resources here. Fish are running. We got plenty of friggin'. I mean, I was doing the math for knee bone just to kind of put it in perspective. I've, you know, 50 pounds of fish going back home. We were sitting there in Coal Point looking at market prices. Halibut's going for 26 bucks a pound right now. Sent back, you know, 40 pounds of that. So you're looking at, what is that, $1,100 in halibut. And then sent like 12 pounds of red salmon going for 15 bucks a pound. That's another 130 bucks worth of fish right there. Like, you know, we can... We've got great opportunity up here, and right now it's freaking peak season. You know, if you're worried about that stuff, go out there, slam the rivers, and we're going to tell you exactly how to do that right now. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I think one of the best ways to get salmon in the freezer, snagging, dip netting. For sure, dip netting's the way. But if you want to, it's truly, a freezer filler. Oh, yeah. That's another one I've never done, uh, but it is truly probably the most efficient way to fill the freezer with fish in the blink of a eye, basically. Go out there. For those of you who don't know, you're basically standing out there with like a six-foot-by-six-foot six landing net with a, what, 12, 15-foot, you know, rock. what's that part of the rod? The stick part of pole. a Yeah, the pole, the, the rod, pole. the shaft. <laughs> the shaft. But a giant net, just like giant like landing net. Imagine your net you land your bass with and then extrapolate that out about a thousand times and then you go wade out about chest deep in the water and just stick it in the water and wait for fish to swim into it. Yeah. Well, you get like anywhere between, I've had, you know, 40 fish days. No problem. No, that's a, that's 80 fillets. That's 160 meals right there. Bang. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So, if you're worried about things happening and you worried about food and things like that be out there go out there and be self-sufficient mm -hmm. and go dip net 
That one's definitely up there. The dip netting, the only caveat to that, you have to be an Alaska resident to dip net, which I think is 100% legit, 100% reasonable, because it is kind of not a sporty fishery, and it is just a way to literally fill the freezer yep. same with subsistence set netting that's a great opportunity a little more oh, yeah. little more difficult you got to know you know you got to be a little more in tune with the way that fishery works there's a little more regulations with that but those two fisheries if you're you know you don't give a shit about fishing you just need meat in the freezer like you're not trying you know what i mean you can still have a ton of fun doing both of them i mean you're outdoors great time you're catching tons of fish still a ton of fun but you know you're not catching it on four weight fly rod <laughs> like yeah like let's get that straight right out the gate but you're gonna load up on fish and you go down there a couple times a year you'll be good for easily your family for fed like that yeah take all the finesse out of the situation Give the kids the billy club and start landing salmon. <laughs> start clubbing salmon. One's on cooler duty. The other one's on beating duty. Yeah. And you just freaking rotate. Beat gill stuff. Yeah. Beat gill stuff. In a nutshell. And it's awesome. You see everyone out there, old people, young people, they're all doing the same thing. We're all there for the same reason. There's never any fights down there. I've seen one fight one time, but I think it was like between siblings or something like that. Everyone's down there for the same reason. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to fill the freezer. Mm-hmm. So it's always a good time. And you know there are other Alaskans. Yep. And then I'd say one step up from that for kind of sporty, you know, moving into your snagging. You've got your treble snagging like you were doing earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, Seward's a great opportunity for that. I think that's pretty much drying up right now. I know there's still, when I was there this weekend, there was, shoot, probably 100, 150 people down there at the mouth at least. Um Great way to fill the freezer, catch a lot of bright reds doing that. And then you move into your flipping in the rivers, which right now the Russian river's popping off. Yep. Tons of people down there. I was looking at the fish counts today, and they're equivalent to last year. Uh, almost two we- We're almost two weeks ahead of what last year's fish counts were, so pretty good run going through right now. I think they're up to almost 40,000 fish that have made it up the river. Um and that's once again kind of combat fishing it's not everybody's you know cup of tea but it can still be a ton of fun it's i've been blessed and gotten to fish a ton of fisheries you know some amazing trophy fish all over the world and i still think pound for pound those reds on you know a fly fly rod you're not you know fly fishing for them you're slinging lead um but you're still hooking them in the mouth you're fighting them like a normal fish and pound for pound they're one of the most fun fish to catch and you're able when the runs freaking crank in they open the limit up to six you can go down like a group of four of us you know that's 24 fish in an afternoon that's a lot of fish and you're talking about an eight pound average on a fish that's a good time and it's you know you know it's it's a good time you've got even when it's true combat fishing you're kind of not elbow to elbow but you'll be you know eight, 10 feet away from people, but you're landing other people's fish. People are landing your fish. It's just, there's a lot of camaraderie that goes around it. It's definitely more sporty than your dip netting. Uh, it's fun. I mean, we go and do it several times a year, every year. It's a blast. You can, you know, you can fill a freezer pretty quick doing that too. Cause I mean, uh, you know, say you have a household of four or like for me, it's just me and Jordan here in our house, but that's right now it's three fish a person. So you go up there, six fish. Once again, that's 12 fillets. That's 24 meals at least. And that's just one day. And you can go do that 
every day, you know, and just go hammer the fish down, especially with that second run, that late July, you know, about July 20th through the first week of August is usually primo time for that second run of reds. That's really when they're pumping through the lower Kenai, upper Kenai. And, you know, open it up to six fish a person. And when the fish are in there, you can go down there, have your limit in an hour. And, I mean, it's it's hard to beat. Fun fishing. You fill the freezer, and those fish are still bright red. It's going to be good. The only downside to this year is it's going to be a pink year, which is good and bad. Um, There's going to be a shit ton of fish in the river. uh, But most of them are going to be pink salmon, which are still amazing to eat. Most people poo-poo on them up here just because they're not a red. They're not a king. They're not halibut. They're not yellow eye. Still great. A bright pink. You cook it fresh or smoke it. Tannin. Tannin. Tannin pinks. You won't even tell the difference. Well, and that's the thing. Most people don't really. If you're in the lower 48 and you're eating salmon, canned salmon, uh, you know, even a lot of your... Fresh caught filet salmon, most of the time it's pink salmon. Uh, you know, they don't advertise it as that. There's a lot of false advertising out there. Which says, yep, exactly. If it says that, odds are it's probably a pink. Yeah. Um, which, nothing wrong with that. They're tasty. They're good eating. You know, they're not as, when you look at the filet side by side with like a red, they're definitely more like pink orange than your red salmon, which is like a dark, like stop sign red color. They're still good. They make great for, you know, dog food, stuff like that. You can supplement it into just about anything. You know, a lot of people, like I said, poo-poo on it. But a year like this year when, you know, times get start to get leaner and stuff, I'm going to keep some pinks. I'm going to smoke some pinks up. Like, worst case scenario, give it to somebody that's got a, you know, sled dog team up here. If I truly make a batch, I'm like, this shit is rough like i'll give it away you know somebody will eat it somebody will appreciate it and it makes for fun fishing you know you're gonna probably be catching a fish just about every cast when those pinks really start moving like we're talking hundreds of thousands of fish you know a weekend i don't flip those days i dip net those days (laughs) let's put it that way yeah they'll be freaking in there thick we're you know over the season there's gonna be millions of fish moving through the river and that's definitely you know up there, the two best, you know, filler freezer opportunities. Then I'd probably move from there. Like if you're looking for sporty, but still filling the freezer, a good halibut trip's hard to beat. Because sure. I mean, it's a little tougher, a little more expensive. Not everybody can do it. If you got your own boat, it's a great opportunity. Go out there. Halibut is a delicious white fish. I mean, you can't beat a good beer batter on a halibut like that. Is just. Oh. Mm. You know, chef's touch. Cornmeal and mustard. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna cook it like a catfish and ruin that shit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> give me some high, give me some hush puppies and a little bit of grits on the side. We're gonna be we be oh, shoving up right. Dude. Roll we'll around a little bit of mustard. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> get down on it. Oh yeah. no. But I mean, it's hard to beat, you know, it's tough. The regulations, if you're going out with a charter nowadays, you get your one any size fish and your one under. That undersized fish, you're not getting a ton of meat off of them. You still get four fillets per fish. So you're getting about 65, 70 pounds of your live weight in edible meat, which is awesome. But those under 28-inch fish, you know, you're on a good one. You're looking at maybe 10 pounds, um, which, you know, still good, good bit of, you know, Meat, that's 10 meals, easy. But if you hook into a 90-pounder, you know, right there, you're looking at 60 pounds of edible meat, and that's easy. 
60 meals, you know, and that's a pound. That's a big port. That's a 16 ounce portion of fish per person. And that's, like I said, it's going for $25, $26 a pound right now in the store in Alaska. You know, down south, you're probably looking at $32 a pound. Like that's, you know, that's the freaking flaming yawn of the sea right there. That's a, that's your Wagyu baby. Well, you don't necessarily have to be on a boat. Oh yeah. You can shore fish for a lot of shore fishing with the surf rod. Catching them, land them, no oh, yeah. problem. Nothing massive, you know, because you're fishing the shallows and the kelp fields mm. and things like that. But we land them all the time for the beach. Oh, yeah. And if you've got, like, if you know somebody that's got a boat, fuel prices right now also freaking ugh. Outrageous. But, you know, pitch in, throw down. Everybody throw down a couple hundred bucks. Go out there and fish it hard. If you have, if you're going personally, you know, not on a charter, you're allowed to fish any size. So you bring in 200 pounders, you're looking at a freezer full of meat. In an afternoon, it's yeah. like dip netting, but you're getting, you know, that nice white meat and it's, you know, that's a good way to go about it. Like I said, a little more expensive, you know, even our trip, we had a fuel retro that had to get come in like three days before the trip. It was another 30 bucks a person. So I think it ended up being, I think it was like after tax, almost 430 a person, which was, you know, a tough pill to swallow, but it was a great experience. But we ended up, like I said, 100 pounds of fillets out of the deal. Like I said, you price that out. It more than paid for itself. Yeah. Easy. Plus, you get the, you know, fun experience. You don't got to do any of the work, you know. Granted, I still did all the work because I'm a freaking crazy person. But <laughs> Never been on a guided halibut trip. <laughs> Wanted to be the guide. <laughs> the whole trip. Yeah. It'd be like that. <laughs> I got, I got it. I can pay my own hook. Who do you think I'm freaking am? License guide. All right? Shit. Oh. But then, shoot. What else? What other good freezer fillers are there out there right now? Before we get into the, the prissy fishing. Yeah. Well, before the fall, you're looking at salmon. Yeah. Salmon. Much salmon, salmon, salmon. I'm so tired of eating salmon by that time of the year. <laughs> Dude, I've been itch- I wanted to cook some up tonight, but uh I don't I need to get this weekend. I got to pick up a new chest freezer cuz I just got the small one that's full of foxes and deer. Uh <laughs> that I was just <laughs> still getting yelled at for. Uh, it's kind <laughs> of like the shower. It'll get done eventually. Um, <laughs> Welcome to life. But so all our, all our fish is out at Paul's right now and I was like, "Man, I really wanted to do some nice red salmon cuz I've got I got to cook you up one of my salmon recipes. Mm. I'm, I'm dialing it in. It's pretty solid. Really? It's pretty good. I just kind of murder it out with a ton of garlic, lemon, a lot of butter. Oh, it's, and then char, you got to char the skin. And I'm, I'm one of those people, a lot of people also poo poo on this. Um, listen to me, PSA moment, eat your fish skins. It's good for you. It's tasty. Quit being a little weenie and eat your fish skins. No. Don't eat halibut skin. That shit's gross. <laughs> Salmon, <laughs> Salmon skin, though, oh, char it on the grill or in a cast iron to where it's like a potato chip. Super high in fish oils, obviously. It's a fish. But omega-3s, super good for your eyesight. All kinds of stuff. Plus, it's tasty. Just season that up. It's not gross. Get out. Freaking eat your vegetables. It's a vet. That's the Alaska freaking Brussels sprout right there. Eat well, your salmon skin. Let's also put it out that Michael doesn't descale anything ah, it's good for you. <laughs> you're picking scales out of your butt and stuff no it's good it's good when it's cooking the grill and it's seared real nice it's good good and crispy yeah, or pan dude, fried I'll, even i'm freaking i'm not even bashful about it. i'll pick it off other people's plates like, i was like you ain't gonna eat your fish kid i'm gonna eat your fish kids <laughs> but. no i've one thing i haven't done with salmon which i feel kind of weird not doing it i've never staked a salmon ever 
like doing uh, like spine and everything. Yeah, rounds. It's pretty good. Uh, I just don't think it's the most efficient way to eat it yeah. or cook it. Um, I've done it once or twice, but it's hard to beat just you know good fillet, half a fillet. I usually take a fillet, cut it in thirds. You know, I'll throw it skin down, season it good with whatever you want. I usually just do like a light salt and pepper, a little bit of maybe lemon pepper. Like I'll do like salt, some lemon pepper, maybe some seasoning salt, like a Johnny's or Tony Sachery's. Then I nice. I usually cut up some. I like to use lime instead of lemon. I think lime just has a better flavor. But cut nice thin slices on it, laid on top of the meat side, and then a lot of butter in the pan, just real hot. Until you start to see, you know, start to see the color change in about halfway through the fish. And then most people freaking 100% frown on it. But then I like to toss it and throw meat side down on the pan mm. just to get a tiny bit, of, just at the end to finish. You kind of like searing a steak just to get that nice little like char bit just on the, just a little bit of the meat. You don't want, you don't, don't go freaking murdering the fish. You know? <laughs> it's still fish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But just enough to just kind of. Toss it over, and plus that chars those limes that are on top, because then you can almost. I still I don't eat the rinds on them, but you basically can at that point because they're almost like caramelized because mm-hmm. you hit it with that just real hot pan real fast. And oh, it's it's good. Jordan's not a big salmon fan, but she loves that recipe. See, I don't love baked salmon Ugh. because it doesn't get crispy and it doesn't get those the good bits on Kinda it. You're like a little mushy. This is cooked. <laughs> it's uh. definitely cooked. That's like my mom had this halibut recipe that, oh, God rest her soul. But that shit was gross. Because <laughs> 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 she, she loved it. The only way she'd cook it. And the recipe was basically you take your halibut and then you take an entire gallon jar of Heinemann's fucking mayonnaise and you throw it on top of it just slap it in the oven. <laughs> No, not not really. But uh, it was basically uh, mayonnaise based with um, mayonnaise, more mayonnaise, and a little more mayonnaise because she loved mayonnaise. And the first time I had it, I was like, "That's pretty good." You know, it's definitely like a not a light meal by any means. But then about the hundredth time of eating it, I was like, "Bob, you gotta fucking quit this shit." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "This this ain't the move." <laughs> it's like. But man, that that woman could eat some mayonnaise. She would just spoon out of the jar type of. Yeah, I used to love it growing up. Ah, that ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise never again. <laughs> right, mayonnaise is out, out of style, not happening. <laughs> Samantha makes a really good like teriyaki style. She mm. also does like pho and like. She's good at getting on the shit. like international recipes. She's for sure. She chefs that up pretty good. I'm way more cultured now than I ever in my life. <laughs> a little less uh, cornmeal mustard, fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. hush puppy. <laughs> I was like, so how are we gonna have our halibut fried or fried? <laughs> I had never had not fried halibut yeah. until like probably two three years ago. Granted, it's hard to beat. You're good. Also, pro tip. Screw everything out. Use Krusty's pancake mix as your freaking batter. Delicious. Sweeter, fluffier. Oh, it's good. If you go with the wet batter version, it almost turns it into like sweet and sour chicken type of like texture. That can be good. Sometimes it can go overkill, but if you dry wrap it, it gives it that fluffier and like sweeter flavor to it. And you throw a can of whatever beer you like in it. Oh, man, that's Pancake mix is a superior fry. <laughs> I'm telling you, try it. It is dynamite. Straight 
As yes. I said before, <laughs> mustard and cornmeal. <laughs> a wet egg. It's like egg, milk, and mustard. All in one bowl. Whip it up. Dunk her in there. Right into the cornmeal. Season your cornmeal. Whatever you want. I fucking love no, it. Sounds solid. I, I'm not going to bet. That's a that's a good good recipe. We definitely used to do some catfish up that way down south. but It's to mask the flavor of the catfish. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, that's a good recipe. Baked, I'm guess I'm not a big baked fish fan anymore. No, I mean so is. much of it, it's so fucking gross. <laughs> it's just there's better ways to cook sure. it. <laughs> like it's just teriyaki style on the grill, dude. Mm. It's all caramelized you all the way around. That's how Paul does his. Like uh, he uses uh, Hiroshima's, and Jordan hates it because growing up they had that about four times a week, and Paul made it the uh, same way every time. And he still makes it. He'll get a fresh king and does it up that way. I really like it, but it's definitely kind of a a vanilla way to do it the way he mm-hmm. does it. But it's 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 tasty because what I like about it is it gives it that good kind of like salty, like you said, also kind of caramelizes me, but you still get that. You get to taste the fish. It doesn't overdo the fish. Like, no. it doesn't murder the fish. My family's not one for salmon. And so we eat a lot of anything to cover up the salmon taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not always the best thing by any means. If you have a good, nice, bright red or a good king. But a lot of people, salmon, like my dad, hate. well, he, I shouldn't say hate salmon, but he's a picky eater and he won't eat salmon. So, yeah. yeah it's it. not. Yeah, exactly. It's not for everybody. I'm. I'm not picky. I'll freaking, you know, I eat fish skins. Like, I'm just, <laughs> but, so I really enjoy it. But it's, it's kind of acquired taste for a lot of people, especially up here when you're eating it mm. over and over. Like, down south, you know, it's a luxury fish a lot of places. Like, you can't get good salmon in the Midwest or in the deep south or the yeah. east coast. Like, it's, you know, hard to come by. But up here, when it's kind of a dime a dozen, you could get, you can get, get tired of eating it. You could get burned out. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of taking the pin bones out before I put the fillet in the freezer bag. If I'm going to fillet out a fish and not can it or cut into steaks or something like that, I'm pulling the pin bones before it goes in the bag. You let them sit in the cooler a little while, get rigor mortis, those pin bones are real easy. You just chew them up. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing turns me off. I do it. I eat pin bones. Don't love eating pin bones. <laughs> no, they're kind of a pain in the butt. I'm just way too lazy to play. I'm a scarfer. When it comes to food, it hits the table. Gone. I am there to eat. <laughs> I hate stopping for pin bones. I do it. Yeah, fine. I just hate it. Everybody's like picking and at their mouth while they're eating. It is, yeah, it's kind of off-putting. A little bit. So I'm, I love pulling pin bones. Takes a little bit extra. Do you but have if, one of the nice freaking dooley dots? I got one of those for it. Christmas. I think Jordan, Jordan's mom or Jordan's grandma got Spring one. loaded ones? Like, no, but it's like a fancy like sushi one. I'll have to, it's like heavy duty and it, it's sweet. I'm still trying to figure it out. What, the thing that kills me about it, I know it's nitpicky. I always, like whenever I'm pulling the pin bones, it just messes up the filet a little bit and makes it not look as pretty. Because I'm not great at it, dude. Don't, <laughs> do you do it after it comes out of the freezer? Uh, just you before I cook it. So yeah, either out of the freezer. Sometimes fresh. When it is fresh, they come out better. Because uh, once they're out of the freezer, they thaw. The meat's a little mushier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, especially if it's like a pink or anything like that. Oh, Even yeah. if it's a bright pink, the meat's kind of mushy. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it best canned and smoked. Smoked kind of dries it up a little bit. Yeah, it's the best way to do it, man. 
but I'll show you. I think we got it in the kitchen. When I show you the remodel stuff, I'll show you that. It's a freaking. It's sweet. It's like all. Oh yeah, it's it's a nice Japanese sushi one. I've only used it a handful of times because, like I said, I just I cook it, make everybody else deal with it, and I just eat the pin bones. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Be like that. Yeah, I just. It's one of those pet peeves. Just let them sit in the cooler for a little while before I will drink a couple of beers. Let them sit in the firm cooler, up. firm up, and just as you're pulling them out, just cut them. I'll even leave the, leave the ribs on because I was just I was just gonna ask because uh, when I was out with Vince, because um, I fillet my salmon different than most people. Do you, you when you? I know how you fillet them, and I used to fillet them that exact same way because you just cut them up like a crappie or a bass, and you're just like Dude, I just go right over the ribs and never hey. like a halibut. Yep, same way. Because I was curious, so you leave, when you do yours, you leave the rib bones, the belly bones, and come back and cut them out? I find it faster to do it that way, because I'll, right behind the gill plate. Yep. Or if we're doing a shit ton of salmon, I'll cut the belly off. Yep. That way it's a nice, easy flay right off, and we'll smoke bellies or something like yep. that. And they're really good, they're nice and oily and oh, fatty. Yeah. Belly meats. Look right behind the gills, all the way down the back, all the way off, both sides. Easy peasy, and you're just ripping through fish. See, I sh- like it's definitely quicker just to get the flays off, but I always struggle anytime I do that, trying to get a clean cut, getting those you know rib bones out afterwards because you just have less fish to deal with. I've just always found it cleaner to just come down, like you said, behind the gills, run down the back, one good deep cut, get past those pin bones, and then just takes about four cuts to get up right above. That, uh, whatchamacallit, right above the rib bones, you lose about an eighth inch of meat on it, but it just comes out like freaking display, freaking shelf, primo looking. What kind of knife do you use? Uh, I usually use like a, either six inch or eight inch flex bone, uh, flex, uh, fillet knife. So, have you seen that meat knife that I have that I bought from, it was probably Gear Shed more than likely. My butcher knife is probably two inches wide, probably. 12 inches long is it a big the, swoop on the end yeah yeah, yeah. one of those that's salmon knives move. I yeah. love cutting salmon with that because you're just swiping through them and then it's nice and flat mm. and so you don't have any flex in it or any bow when you go you get through right those rib, rib bones you get right under them I grab onto them and just pull into them and they're right off yeah. we'll have to one of these trips down the river probably not the first one because that'll be a true meat haul we'll have to sit down do like a little timed each of us three fish you know Quality fillets at the end. I can just practice first. Exactly. That's why I said second trip. I have to get some fish in because I'm curious because I was watching Vince do because Vince does it your way. But, you know, no offense, Vince, but not the best fish cutter. He cuts a lot of fish. But I've just, you know, been, you know, guiding and deckhanding for so long now that it's just like I've gone through a lot of fish. I think I've just one of those. I've gotten good at my method. It's just like anybody else. You you know, you've obviously got your method down and dirty. So it'd be fun to sit down and compare those two, though, because it's it's interesting. I'm particular. I wouldn't yep. say I'm particular, but you get them all at once, and you just the whole the length of the knife matters mm. for sure. So you can just the sweep. Let the knife do the work, yeah. man. <laughs> it does. You can mow. What I do like about it is you can get those fillets off and like into a cool because you can always come back and do the rib bones. Yep. That's the downside to my method. It takes a little longer where you're at. So, like, if you're trying to just get rid of carcasses, like, it's late. You're just trying to get home or something, and you're fine with dealing with it in the garage or in the kitchen later. That cannot be your method because you can just, I mean. That's the whole reason. Three swipe, you go behind the gills, down, cut the tail. 
three cuts, you've got a fillet off. Mine definitely is one, shoot two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, seven cuts per side. But, you, you know, it's freezer bag ready at that point. But, no, we rip through fish. And that way you can come back later and it's easier to pull the pin bones. Yeah, pull the yeah. laser off. Firm it up. You can pull the pin bones, take your belly or your, you know, ribs out. All right, all right. Well, then you have a belly smoking party the next day after you brine your bellies. Yeah. No, we got to we got to put up a bunch of smoked fish. This so you got to smoke. You have one, two? Uh, one. We just got the little guy. Yeah, I got smokers. Well, I guess technically I do have two because I got the one in the backyard. I don't know if I trust it. Oh, dude, no problem. <laughs> They've been smoking in teepees for a long time. Yo, facts. <laughs> we can do it. Heck yeah, I'm all about it. No, we'll have to we'll have to put some up. That'll be. You just put a little electric hot plate in there or something. Uh, keep yeah. it a consistent temperature. Good smoke. I love smoke. Jack's mom, crazy. Yeah. Puts maple syrup on them as they're like probably three quarters of the way through the smoke. And it just makes a beautiful caramely. Oh, dude, I got to get my. Oh, I need to message her this fall. My aunt Pam, hundred percent native, and she's got this squaw candy recipe that is just gas. It is the best. Oh, dude, get it on is it. So good. It is get so good. It. I've asked her before, and she's very kind of in the dark. But I'm like Pam, what? What do you think I would do with it? I'm not to roll this thing on Facebook. Like yeah, I'm not giving it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let your white nephew get a hold of the family <laughs> recipe. <laughs> oh man, that's one thing I'm not great, not amazing at. Is I've tried to make it in the past, and it just does not come out the best. Yeah, a good hot hard smoke. Mm-hmm. Got a, I think I've got a jar of it out of my. You got to try her squaw candy because that shit is to die for. Because she's, yeah. I mean, Bristol Bay native, born and raised, like. She's she's got that recipe to a T, and she you know they send us cases of it every year because they've got something like eight set net sites up in Bristol Bay, and they've got a full uh, like cannery processor up there and everything, and they freaking oh man, is it good? The other smoke or the canned salmon though, I just I've never had it. It looks fucking gross in the can. It it's is. something about my mental block. Like I'm not a picky eater, but it looks fucking gross, and I just. Dude, when I worked I at high school seafoods, it. we used to get cases of it. Fucking cases. I'd take a can to lunch. I used to have a can opener at work. I just crack. I'm that guy at work. That <laughs> makes the whole fucking break room smell like dirty fish. <laughs> but it's skin, bones, everything in there. All you do is pick out the spine, throw in the trash, go to town. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's so good. It's just like, it's not visually appealing. And that's Definitely just not. like one of those. Like, Canned tuna looks better. Oh, oh, without a doubt, without a t- like, literally canned salmon looks like it's rotten from the outside. But dude, I will just eat it straight, no crackers, no nothing, just like drink the fucking juice out of it. <laughs> you you won't eat a- your fish skins. <laughs> I will if they're canned. <laughs> dude, a little bit of hot sauce in there goes a long oh. ways. I'm all about it. I used to eat it for lunch every day. Yeah. For, and it, it did. Let's see, there's a thing. It's I, good on a bagel, too. For well, sure. I Well, I can only say with the squaw candy. I do it with the squaw candy, which I bet the normal canned salmon would be even better because the squaw candy is almost like, it's like fish jerky, more mm-hmm. or less. So it's a, almost a little tougher. It's almost like a baking consistency, which is really good. I like it. But it's, I think, the, like softer, uh, like canned salmon, normal canned salmon would be even better on a bagel. Is it jarred? The squaw candy? Yeah. Yeah, so they do basically like belly strips, like three-inch belly strips, and it's a, 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 what is it, a a cold brine smoke. And so 
I'll have to get you a can uh, so you can, like, check it out and uh, try it. But it's, yeah, jarred, you know, pressure pressure jarred, just like you would jar anything else. Yeah. Um, no fluid in the cans, just the, you know, you'll get it's some. dry can, hot yeah, dry can. Yep. And, I mean, you'll get some of the grease and oils and stuff yeah. in there building up in the bottom. But it's not like your uh, jarred salmon where it's, you know, sitting in a bath of, whatever juices and whatnot mm. so it's dry dry canned but it is and yeah they're only they're like half inch by half inch rectangular strips and about three inch strips and you know skin on freaking primo dude Ooh, another thing about bellies smoking bellies no bones yeah no belly bones so nice <laughs> so nice you just pull them out of the smoker just grab the skin and just right in the mouth oh man Smoked salmon. If you don't like salmon, if you don't think you like salmon, get yourself some smoked salmon because it's literally fish beef jerky. That's all it is. Smoke is flavor enhancer. Oh, and it's just, if you don't like the texture of fish, anything like that, it's literally just beef jerky but made out of fish, and you can't tell it's fish. It's just, oh, yeah. My dad hates salmon, loves smoked salmon. Mm -hmm. So if that does you anything. You can't beat it, man. You cannot beat it. Imagine taking a pork butt and putting it in the crock pot. Then take that same pork butt and smoke it in the Traeger. Which one do you, do you think will turn out better? Yep. The smoked, of course. It's smoked. It's got flavor on yeah. it. And then like squaw candy to me, that's like the burnt ends. It's equivalent oh, to burnt so ends. So like, good. Yeah. So <laughs> good. Oh, primo. Yeah. So we'll get the smokers fired up here soon. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I got to get a bunch of can. We have a ton of jars. A ton of jars. That's, I stocked up last. That's nice. Last winter because them bitches is expensive because i'm crazy like that dude <laughs> in my mudroom that top shelf jars i noticed that last yeah i, was like, I thought I, I was gonna ask you if that was in the house when y'all moved in or not because i was like mm, i got jars God, in the I kitchen don't. on the top <laughs> shelf i got jars in the pantry yeah, yeah i got because i was like man covid i need jars <laughs> i save i save all of our jars from like pasta and stuff but i never keep the lids or anything because uh, i use them as like drinking cups that's and what stuff, we do but no, you can never have too many jars. <laughs> Don't be the guy that keeps the jar. Unless the jars are given to you, if someone gives you something. Oh, give the jar back. You yeah, always give the jar back. That's <laughs> it's like a Tupperware. If I give you good Tupperware, I want my Tupperware back. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of y'all got my Tupperware out there. Dude, I know y'all are listening. We can't keep Tupperware. <laughs> Mainly my fault. Leave it at work and it's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Salmon okay. recipes coming at you. Hell yeah. Well, I guess we got to cover some prissy fisheries too before uh, before we get off here. Not prissy fisheries. Easy with but, uh, the prissy. Oh come on! I like the fisheries. Trout fishermen. Ugh. <laughs> no. Oh, I want to cover. You know, we got some out of staters flying in. They they are not worried about filling the freezer. They just want some thirty inch bows. They want some big black dotted backies. They want some big rainbow trout, and those fisheries are going to be popping off here. Big time, really soon. Great fishery. I mean, we went and slaughtered them when we yeah. went and did our river trip. Shout out again, Traven with Widespread Alaskan Outfitters. Awesome guy. Put us on the fish. And that was truly probably the worst time of year to hit up rainbows because the salmon aren't in the river yet. And this year, we're going to have pinks in the river. We're going to have reds in the river. The freaking trout are going to be the size of five-gallon buckets this year. They are going to be gorging themselves. They're going to be... Frickin' loaded up. The Russian, 
the freaking Kenai. Oh, the, dude. Quartz Creek. Oh, the Ushagak, or I think I said that right, Ushagak, which is out in Bristol Bay. Uh, Noosh. Noosh, yes. There we go. I did say it wrong. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, Meh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I know it's something like that. But they're going to be, those trout are going to be plum full. They're yeah. going to be freaking going hard. Uh, if you're looking to do a trip like that, your second run of reds is coming, you know, like I said, late July. You hit it right in there or, you know, rolling into August. Those things are going to be looking like footballs. And, you know, luckily those there's tons of trout outfitters that, you know, industry's kind of a little flooded, a little inflated, which is good for the fishermen. Well, good and bad. You can get stiffed with kind of somebody that doesn't really know what's going on. That's why you got to go hit up widespread fishing adventures because they're great people and they'll put you on the fish. Um, not sponsored, not affiliated with them or anything. They're just great people. Know the owners personally now. Know some of their guides now. And they're kick-ass people, and they know how to catch some fish. So uh, go hit them up. Uh, and hit me up if you want, because I can probably get you a better deal, too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we heard this on the podcast. Really? <laughs> but yeah, let us know. So, uh, uh, But no, they're going to put you on some fish. And they're fairly... The pros of it being kind of inflated, they're, the prices are reasonable. Like when we went, we had a red salmon and trout combo day. You know, we didn't do much red red fishing because it was a little early. We knew that going into it. But I think, what did it end up costing us? It was like two twenty five a person or something like that for an eight-hour day. And, I mean, that's freaking, for nowadays, you'll spend that on a dinner for two at a restaurant. Like for a full day of fishing and truly world-class fishing, nothing that ain't nothing like you can't beat that you can't get that nowhere for full day great accommodations great boats all gear provided you know and like i said they're gonna put you on the fish we saw that one trout that gentleman caught you know he was all love you know 27 28 inches you know if not 30 and that was pre-feeding season that's gonna be a 10 pound fish come september like he's gonna be thick that'd be a thick boy with three c's like it's you gotta you gotta go hit it you know up north you got good grayling fishery off the road systems uh steelhead come september you're gonna be good steelhead fishing that's that's a fishery i want to get into so bad but i'm just always gone for hunting season that time of year um but great fishing on south central for steelies uh running beads dude silver totally forgot about silvers i'm gonna miss most of that fishery too i might get a weekend or two on the early run for the silvers. But those are, those are, if you want to go salmon fishing, but have like a true sporty atmosphere, salmon hit, you know, hit lures, they hit bait, they fight hard. They're big. They're not quite as tasty as reds or Kings still dynamite to eat. They're big. Yeah, no, they're still like, they're, (laughs) they're, they're, they're good eating. I don't even, I shouldn't have even brought up though. I'd rather have a silver than a red. Ooh, hot take, hot take. I don't know. I haven't eaten a ton of silver, so I can't say anything, but I love reds. Yeah. But first you got to catch one. So, right. I know. (laughs) I've gotten very few silvers, unfortunately, but they're, that's the one. Alaska is kind of a bitch that way. I love hunting too much. Messes up with my fishing. Dude, you could be fishing for dollies, fishing beads, and catch silvers. Oh, yeah. All the, day. Oh, and that's that's one of the best fisheries because you're using ultralight gear. You cook, you hook into a 15-pound silver on a freaking four-and-a-half-foot ultralight spinning rod. <laughs> like, you're going to have a good time. It's <laughs> on. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> 
No, that's that's gonna be a great time. You know, great fishery. That's gonna you know can't miss that. Um, what are, what other river fisheries do we got going right now? I mean, you go way up north. You got burbot. Uh, you got your pike fisheries. But you know the major fisheries. You know, come August September, your rainbows are gonna be fat. Steely's gonna be running. Um, your silvers. Uh, your chums are always fun. You can catch those right about now. Uh, your dogs, they're big. They get big, gnarly looking. They eat pretty mediocre, kind of like a pink, but those are freaking primo as well. But As long as they're getting bright. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Sorry, I'm on my phone right now. Damn millennials. No, I was looking oh, I think for... you're like a, a gen, uh, I'm a gen ABC, something like that. No. I'm a gen. <laughs> you're a gen baby. You're a millennial. Aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a millennial. You're Ew. you're Gen Z or something. Like yeah, that. I'm a Gen Zer. <laughs> twenty two, strong. You're twenty. You're old as fuck. Um, I was looking at the Anchor old River as fuck for a young guy. Yeah, I believe the Anchor is completely closed. Commies, commies everywhere. Closed sport fishing. Yeah, T- through July fifteenth or something like that. Expires July fifteenth. Hey, looky there. I know my shit. You're it's my dad's birthday. You're smart. <laughs> Which ain't that far. That's only two weeks away. Yeah. Crazy. It'll be so much fun. Wood River drainage in Bristol Bay. Sockeye limits have been increased. Six? Probably. Yeah. More than likely. I'm assuming. They usually go up by threes. Uh, Upper Kenai Sockeye and Russian River Sockeye limits have been increased. Oh, really? Yep. Already? Yep. Ooh. It expires the 14th. Of July? Yep. Wait, what? The that's just what the emergency order is. Oh, so they'll come out with another one. I was like, hold up, <laughs> that don't make no sense. Uh, Look at this, guys! You're getting live fish reports. Uh, you want to talk about live fish reports? Let's go! No, I'll do it later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta look at the fish counts. Oh, they're getting there. They're getting there. I was gonna. We're gonna be up in. I'm gonna be up in Kenai this weekend doing a softball tournament. But definitely going to grab some of the fishing gear and try and sneak away for a day or two. Go see if I can't do a little flippy flippy. Jordan will be up there watching. And so I know she'll definitely want to get a line wet and go freaking try, yeah. try and snag a few. She loves that fishery. Got her hooked on that a couple years ago. She loves flipping. And she's getting it dialed in. She's, you know, she was kind of a liability there for a couple of years. <laughs> You know, not going to lie, but she she can hold her own on the river now. And Kendra wants to get out there and try it for the first time this year. Right so on. That would be get fun, her out dude. there. So, no, it's fun. And Jordan's all about it. She's talked her into it. So, seeing Jordan kind of blossom into the salmon fisher woman that she is now, she's freaking, she's kicking ass and taking names, man. Let's see. Homer Southern Kenai, Kenai River Northern Kenai. Bullfrog. Yeah. Sean anyway. farted. I did not <laughs> fart. Don't tell me about that. I can't believe you telling me like that. Come on, sparkle dust. <laughs> Dude, the guy at work calls me sparkle farts. <laughs> sparkle farts. I'm junior sparkle farts. It's me at 22 years old and guys that are all 40 plus. Wild time. <laughs> I don't understand any of the movie references. <laughs> They're bringing up songs I've never heard of, talking about comedians that are long dead. I was like, I don't, okay, haha. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. I don't know. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, do you know what a CD is? Do you know what a CD stands for? That was today. <laughs> that was today. I was like, I, 
I know what it is. Couldn't tell you what it stands for. Compact disc. Compact disc. Gen Xer. <laughs> Gen, Gen Zer. Gen Zer. That's right. You're an iPad baby. <laughs> what an iPad baby. <laughs> I was one of those kids that had a phone growing up, though. That's yeah. for sure. When did you get your first smartphone? First smartphone or first cell phone? First cell phone and then smartphone. First cell phone was probably. We're off topic. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> first cell phone was probably eight, eight or nine, something like that. Just because I can go fishing For, by myself. Like, yeah, safety purpose. I had the same same kind of thing. I had this little like it was like a baby blue like peanut looking thing. It was like literally the size of like an Oreo cookie. <laughs> it was like it was tiny, but I was I walked to school in fourth grade, so I got one first cell phone like fourth grade, and then they took that shit. Um, Looking at boobies on your flip phone <laughs> <laughs> You know it <laughs> um, But then I don't know I got I think like Freshman year high school, Maybe late middle school Got like a One of them Phones, phones like slid up on the side You had a full keyboard <laughs> Damn Oh bro <laughs> You were <legitness>. legit <laughs> But had no friends So couldn't talk to anybody <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then got an iPhone when I was 16 when we moved up here to Alaska. So I definitely got my first iPhone, like, freshman year. Okay, yeah, I got my, like, sophomore year, so that ain't bad. Yeah. My kid ain't getting shit when they're kids. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, yeah, see, that goes the whole new generation of kids, but you still want to try to get them outside. Oh, yeah, my kid's going to be homeschooled as fuck. <laughs> schools these days, shit's crazy. Oh. Uh. You don't want your kid to be a weird homeschool kid, though. Oh, for sure, dude. My kid's going to be a serial killer. (laughs) With a dad like you, there's no way. (laughs) I don't know. With a mom like Jordan. (laughs) What are you doing outside? Yeah, the kid's going to be on a leash 24-7. Jesus. That's cool. Yeah, he's fine. It's just dirt. <laughs> Let him eat it. Let him play with the needles. It'll be fine. I'm sure they're clean. It's just a skill saw. <laughs> What's the worst thing that could happen? That's my dad. Is he old enough to hold a hammer? Old enough to work. You're right. Or splitting wood. <laughs> dude, I was running a freaking tile saw at age 12, something yeah, like that. all day, dude. <laughs> just freaking tearing up the ears. Yep. <laughs> Oh, no. Didn't wear hearing protection then? Still don't wear hearing protection now. Nope. Just turn the volume up. (laughs) (laughs) They make some cool headphones. Uh, They're decibels. I don't know. There's probably a better brand than that. But they're Bluetooth and the form fit in your ears, and they're, like, NIOSH-approved, ANSI-approved. Huh. I have a pair of, like, um, they're... Homer sells them, but like a hundred bucks, but just over the head noise or just like normal ear pro, oh, yeah. but they've got uh you know, Bluetooth radio connecting them, but the volume just doesn't don't get low. loud enough. I got it's, the same thing. <laughs> I know exactly what the fuck I'm too about. deaf already to where it's like, I can't freaking get you can't louder. hear him over the mower. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Nope. <laughs> Bose. <laughs> got my beats on noise cans, like volume all the way up. <laughs> do you, do you ever have an issue when it gets too loud and it like starts to get weird with the noise cancellation? Oh, so sometimes when it's just like, Meh. yeah, it just like cuts out in and out and oh, in and out. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is happening? It's the noise cancellation. Oh yeah, whack. No, it's worse. My phone about uh, nine thirty every morning. Clock in at nine. By nine thirty, it goes. Uh, Please turn down your volume. Your volume is your volume exposure has been too loud. And I'm like, yep, ten more hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, oh, I worry about that. I I mean, my hearing's 
kind of bad already, which like actually kind of bad, which is unfortunate. And that's when I'm, f- I'll, I'll have hearing aids by like 40, no doubt, without a you doubt. You should go get tested. <sighs> that means I gotta go to, yeah, uh, Miss Bunting, but I just, I haven't you been scared? to the doctor in. You scared? You scared of something? No, I just I don't want to pay for nothing. Don't got insurance. <laughs> That's a solid point. All right. Big, hey, I will weed eat. <laughs> right. I already do. That's the problem. <laughs> I already maintained their property. <laughs> yeah, it's totally strike up. You could do it, too. Oh, you yeah. of all people strike up conversation. But yeah, you know, I haven't got my hearing test in a long time. And you're, what? <laughs> what? I can't, what? Totally. Make it happen. No, I'm the worst about that. Like, I take good... Well, I shouldn't say I take good care of my body. I'm in good physical athletic shape. <laughs> my joints broken. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't... Like, last time I went to the doctor was a post-op appointment from whatever my last surgery was. <laughs> Dang. And prior to that was pre-op for the surgery before. And you boys been... I don't go to the dentist, which I probably should, but... Um, At least once. I mean, I've been to I've been to the dentist once since I've lived in, <laughs> lived in Alaska. It's so. cool, man. But in my defense, let me defend myself. Quit judging, y'all are assholes. Um, <laughs> uh, growing up, would go every six months or whatever, you know, whatever the freaking recommendation, you know, BS is, um, and always had cavities. It's still one of those. Appreciate it. Um, always had cavities, constantly, constantly. Quit going to the dentist. Still did the same shit. Whatever. Didn't go for like 10 years. Went in. No cavities. The dentist gives you cavities. <laughs> it's all like implanted in your yeah. mind. No, last time I went, it was right before I was going to college. And I go in and I was worried about my, you know, people around me are starting to get their wisdom teeth out and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I probably need to get that. And at the point, not going to lie, I was like, ooh, cool, free drugs. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a former life. I'm a good person. Quit judging me. I don't go to the dentist, but I don't do drugs as much anymore. <laughs> Just because you don't go to the dentist <laughs> automatically makes you a crackhead. All right. Um, but, shit, what was I saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but go in and they're like, yeah, we're going to need uh they're like, we're going to go in, take out three of your wisdom teeth, and then you'll come back in, take out the last one, and then you'll be good. And I was like, uh, no, you can take all four of them. Or none of them. They were like, well, we need to just take three, and then we'll do another appointment, and we'll take one. And then I never went to the dentist again. So <laughs> my teeth don't hurt every once in a while. That's something, but yeah. Good on you. <laughs> jeans. Right here. Everybody else down here. Impeccable. Because I was like, I was going to, I was negotiating. They didn't want a deal, so I walked away from the table. <laughs> they didn't want my business. So they didn't Here's get the deal, sharks. <laughs> uh, I went to business school. I know how this works. <laughs> I know how to work a deal. Yeah. No, it's horrible. Jordan's dad, literally a doctor, owns multiple clinics in town. Haven't been to, I've been. I can't remember. I think the last time I went to the doctor and Homer was to get a freaking physical for like high school football. Like, <laughs> so at least eight years ago. I've had him look at my private bits. <laughs> that man touched me in my no no place. Don't say like that. That's for physical. Come on. Right. That's weird. <laughs> Physicals God. are always uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Nah, I shouldn't tell that story on it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Spray it's Agent a 13. Great one. All right. It's a great one, guys. Maybe later. I got to get somebody else's consent for the story first. Then I will share that Ew. with you. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. All right, cool. That's a good one. It's right? a funny one. It's funny. Not funny, but funny. Oh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you went to a doctor dentist you you're you're good about that shit yeah, i got health care man yeah <laughs> yes city employee yeah i work for the municipality <laughs> i go to the heart doctor every once in a while oh yeah because you got you got three-armed baby heart pretty right? much <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't caused me any trouble yet no what so what exactly uh i mean if you don't mind telling the people and telling me what is your heart condition i've got an aortic bicuspid so at the bottom of your heart, was oh, it the bottom? It's one of the leaflets, one of the valves. Well, okay, yep. Instead of having three yep. that open and close, it's like a check valve. I have two. Mm. So you're just missing one? Kind of. They kind of like morph together. It's uh, like that. Gotcha. That's it. Hasn't yeah. stopped me Go. from going in there. anything. <laughs> no. They don't want me to be a firefighter, which is cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Weird. Okay. Well, I've done everything else. <laughs> yeah. Played football in Oklahoma in 110 degree heat. No. I mean, I trust you in the mountains with me, so I'll Dude. carry you out one day. <laughs> Whenever I blow an ankle, you'll blow a heart. We'll Dude, I good. hope that's how I die. <laughs> <laughs> if there's the best way, just literally, I feel dizzy. Rolled on the hill. <laughs> right. No. That's one thing I was always blessed with. I never had, I mean, I should, shouldn't say that growing up. I was extremely uh, uh, asthmatic, was freaking couldn't breathe with a shit. Uh, kind of grew out of that. But other than that, I was always like healthy, never allergic to anything, you know, not glutarded like yourself. Um, <laughs> it ain't an easy life. Um, but I've never, I never had any issues like that. You know, can't read, which that's a bummer, but <laughs> that ain't an issue. <laughs> exactly. Lots of people can't read. <laughs> exactly. We got YouTube. Be a man. <laughs> you weren't homeschooled. That's the problem. I know. It just kills me though. Like I was talking about Jordan about this. Cause I was like, I wish I was a good reader because if you're a good reader, you can learn at whatever speed you want. Like, For sure. I literally can learn at the speed of watching YouTube or listening to somebody explain it to me. <laughs> like, there's there's a, a true like speed limit to the, my learning capacity. Which, and there's plenty of people out there right now like teach yourself to learn. Th- that shit takes too long. How am I supposed to get good at other stuff if I got to sit there and read children's books at the age of 25? That shit's demoralizing. I want instant gratification <laughs> right now. Exactly. I'm a great learner. Fairly smart. Pretty smart. I, I'm, I underplay myself. I'm smart. I just can't read. Which I'm is, smart. I'm smart. I promise. I call it. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Never failed a class in high school or college. Never read a book to this day in my life. If you're out there and you can't read, you can do it. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you probably can't read. We're so, spitting facts alive. <laughs> I know our audience. They can't read. I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> that was a broad assumption. <laughs> I'm kidding. Y'all are smart because y'all listen to us. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Good save. Oh, man. Sometimes I, I really think about that. I'm like, man, I want to know. Like, truly, you know, you look at the analytics of something like this and you're like, I want to know who the people are that always look like. I appreciate the shit out of y'all. We wouldn't do it if it wasn't for y'all. But it blows my mind. I'll post an episode and it'll be like, you know, immediately within like minutes of it being up. People listen to it. I'm like, really? I love Where? that. Oh, dude, it is the best feeling in the world. But I I'm like, that. I think 
you might be dumb. No, I'm just like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> of all the contents in the world, I appreciate y'all more than anything. If you're one of those people, reach out. We will freaking we'll get you on the podcast tomorrow. We'll like, shut you like, out. Y'all are the ones that keep us going. The true fans out there blows me away. Notification <laughs> bell on. Right. Listen, that's amazing. There are some podcasts that I do listen to like that. Like, now that I have a different job, Mm -hmm. like, different kind of job, it's harder to listen to podcasts because we do a lot of two-man work and you're talking back and forth. But the times I do get to, it's just constant all day. It used to be all day, every day. I've gotten to the point, I listen to an absurd amount of podcasts. It's gross. It's bad. It's unhealthy. That's why my hearing sucks. Um... (laughs) But I'm the type of dude that when Joe Rogan releases a podcast that's under three hours, I get pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, God, how am I supposed to fill that 45-minute gap in my day now? Especially on Wednesdays. Today, none of my, like, like, main podcasts, they don't release on Wednesdays. And that's such a bummer. And I've just, some of my old go-tos, they've just kind of faded out. They're just not the same no more. They don't keep it real. And some just quit releasing. We will always give you an episode every Thursday at 6 a.m. Unless shit gets really squirrely and then slap us around, we'll get back to it. But, uh, but man, that, that irritates me. I messed up. We should have done Wednesdays. Wednesdays. nobody releases on Wednesday. Why doesn't anybody release on Wednesday? If you're listening, start a podcast, release it on Wednesdays, send me the link, I'll listen to it. Because I ain't got shit to listen to on Hump Wednesdays. Day. <laughs> Hump day. But, uh, Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> It'll never not be funny. I'm sorry. That's a great commercial. (laughs) That's one downside. Well, also, if you're out there and you have a podcast and you run commercials, unlike us, because we don't do that to our listeners yet. Um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because we don't have any sponsors. We will have sponsors in the future for y'all. We will never do it for us. We will make sure there is always a benefit for y'all. I want you to know that. I'm working on something right now I haven't even told Sean about, and y'all will love it. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Sean if y'all don't, it. y'all mm, un, ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Damn. <laughs> we should get the axe throwing place. Have you been to the axe throwing place? Mm-mm. Me neither. Apparently, they, my sister went, and she told me all about it. They Do they throw they, axes? They throw axes. You may not believe this. <laughs> Homer axe throwing. <laughs> Guess what it is. <laughs> At least they're to the point. Yeah. But they got, like, light-up boards Ooh. that go... Have you ever played on, like, an electric dartboard? Yeah. Oh, Where yeah. It puts a light down, the laser, and all this stuff, and Ooh. we played on different electric light boards. Yeah. Light board, dartboards. <laughs> but it puts the light up on, like, the the blocks, mm-hmm. and you can play, like, tic-tac-toe. Oh, that's and cool. And keep score and all this stuff. See, we the only axe-throwing I've ever seen is there's just a freaking bullseye and throw the axes at it, which I was like, that's... Kind of cool, but I feel like after one, I, I can do that in the yard. <laughs> like I have, I have an axe, and I have rounds of wood I can throw it at. I was like, yeah. and I genius think, business idea because yeah. people are like, ooh, axe throwing, and I can drink a beer while I'm there. Genius. Does, do they sell booze there? No idea. Ah, they better. I don't know. Pre-game. You know what we should do? We should open a Top Golf. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you'd make billions in Homer. Yeah. All AstroTurf. <laughs> <laughs> No, we still need a bowling alley. Still butthurt about that. Well, we had a bowling alley. Now it's a church. One of 84 in our town. And that's the beauty of life. (laughs) Life's a cycle. Yeah, nothing against our religious folks out there. We didn't need another fucking church in this town. We needed another (laughs) bowling alley. (laughs) We had a bowling alley. It was just, 
supremely outdated, needs some update. No one wanted to buy it because it was outdated, and it's a bowling alley. And I don't, I don't know how bowling alleys work investment wise. <laughs> yeah, what's the cash flow on a bowling? Alley? It's not like a laundromat, <laughs> but it's not super low overhead. It's a big building. Oh yeah, the machine. It's and not many people bowl anymore, which is a shame. It's a fun sport, fun drinking sport. Let me yeah. tell you what: our bowling alley in South Dakota was primo. Thursdays, ten dollar bowling brew. Two hours, all you could bowl, all you could drink, ten bucks, dude. Yeah, they had to quit that after a while, though. We we exploited it. We were guys <laughs> gonna make them go under. We, we floated a couple kegs. Whoa, so, oh, dude! Football team, baseball. See, football team set the standard. Baseball team threw us under the freaking bus, man. They freaking ran us through because we'd go in. We'd have like a group of because used to be able to. So it was ten dollars. Two, like I said, two hours of bowling. All your bowling was included. Included your shoe rental, everything like that. And all the draft beer you could drink. And you could just go up, get pitchers of beer. And, you know, we'd go in with a group of, like, you know, 15, 20 football players. And we are just getting pitchers after pitchers, you know. We'd, you know, good evening, th- throw down 40 pitchers of beer. You know, screw the bowling. <laughs> you know, we're just, at that point, we're just freaking overhand chucking balls <laughs> out the lane. And, um... Oh, this is fun. It was good. And they also had dollar jello shots. It was fun. So we turned that into, you know, bowling games and whatnot. Baseball team rolled in with like eight dudes one day. Went through 56 pitchers. Dude. And uh, that was the end of $10 bowling brew for Dude. the entire town. Yeah. they Our baseball team, you're not great at baseball. Pretty good drinkers, so. though. <laughs> Baseball's kind of boring in my opinion. you got to be good at something else. <laughs> but then they moved it to $10 all you could bowl, your first pitcher was free, and then it's five dollars a pitcher after that, which was still That's a killer. Still screaming. Oh yeah, you can't get a five dollar beer in town no. here. So no, it was still it was a great time. I know. So same day as our Singo, which was our big like kind of nightclub esque mm. bar. I mean, as big of a nightclub can be in a town of twenty thousand in rural South Dakota. So but um you get a bingo card with song titles on it, and whatnot. They'd play music and you know you Checking your bingo card and whatnot, and they had four fifty Ron Diaz pitchers, so you get a forty eight ounce pitcher of whatever Ron Diaz rum drink you wanted, and oh yeah, and it was their wing night too, so you get quarter, you know, twenty five cent wings, four fifty pitchers of Ron Diaz, and you got to play, you know, Singo all night. You'd get you know gift cards, all kind of stuff for playing, and it was free to play, and it was a you know Thursday night, nothing else going on, so you go do that for a couple hours, get done there, go down to Bowling Brew. Yeah, not many classes got <laughs> got done on Friday. <laughs> let me tell you, coaches were not too pleased about that. Yeah. But. We've got some fun places here in town, but they're just not to that standard. Did because uh, you went to we had concert on the lawn here in Homer this last oh, weekend. That's right. How was that? Because I didn't, you know, we I just got done going up to Anchorage, Seward. I was burnt out, and I you know been running rampant all week and i was like i just can't i was, I was getting old man i was yeah. getting old in the head and i couldn't couldn't do it but that looked like a good time did y'all go out uh bar hopping after that did y'all go to fusion or uh, anything? we went to alice's after that nice but concert lawn was a lot of fun there's a lot of good vendors out front and there's a lot of good food the food trucks pulled up and the uh kebab guy yeah, did you get the kebabs? kebabs. Oh, man, I tried Pretty to go. Good. I tried to go uh, go out there on the spit one day. Oh, you were with me. Yeah, and they were closed. You. They were bummed because they were doing like twenty dollars a plate for a, a kebab, some Mexican street corn, and a baked potato. I was like, that's a screaming deal for up here. I was like, mm-hmm. but they were closed. That's so. what we got. We got corn and kebabs and 
drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they had their kegs. It was back behind the Down East, which is a local bar here. Yep, back in their uh, like little concert area mm-hmm. thing. It's more of a divey bar. The yep. Down East is compared to like Alice's and things. Like yeah, that. more of a towny bar. Yeah, for sure. And lots of live music. It went from five o'clock to nine, or f- no, it went noon, noon to seven. It was noon to seven. Fifty bucks to get in, which is a little steep, but. That's not horrible for seven hours well, and a bunch seven of hours of music, and it's right behind the bar, so you can go get mixed drinks if you want, and shoot pool if you want. The doors are open; it's a very lively atmosphere. You get your drink band, and they had Homer Brewing Company had kegs out back, and there was different kinds of. People oh yeah, they go with, with your fifty dollar entry. Oh yeah. wish. Oh no, <laughs> damn! <laughs> but it was cool. It was a cool deal. They were relatively cheap. So oh yeah, how was the music? Pretty good. A lot of it was like folky and kind of bluegrass. Was John Mulaney there? I have no idea. He's a cool dude. He's always playing at Alice's, always rocking like car. It looks like he just got off work. Dude shreds the guitar. He plays a lot of like Tyler Childers covers. Uh, a lot of, um, oh, shoot, um, White House Road. Is it Ty- Tyler Childers? Yeah. Is that a Tyler song? Yeah. Yeah. But Pretty sure. He he's I I really like his music. He's just a anytime he's playing, I'm always in the tip job for him and he's a he's a cool dude. I really like him. Good vibes. Yeah. We went to the Alice's after that, which is also another local bar. It's more of a bar and how do you put it? Bar and grill. I wouldn't say a bar and grill. But they serve food. Nice food there. Yeah, it, that's a hard place to like Describe because it's small menu, good food, but they've got a ton of local tap. Like they've got a huge tap list. Yep. They got good drinks. It's kind of like a not an upscale, but it's definitely it's Alice's Champagne Palace, kind of a fancy name for what it really is. But it's it's a sweet place. They always got live music going. They're good. It's a good time there. I yeah. like Alice. We went there and it's twenty bucks to get in, which is just door feed for the bands, I guess. And then they had two different bands. One of the guy came from the concert on the lawn, and then there was Alan Ray, Alan Ray, Elaine Ray. I don't know. They're pretty good, although there's like fishnet. Guys wearing fishnets, not wearing shirts. Kind of like heavy metal. It was cool. Kind of grunge. <laughs> yeah, grunge it was cool. I was all about it, man. I was like, the angst is flowing. It was, it was cool. Neon, black lights were on, and it was a cool deal. Oh, yeah. It was a cool deal. All the long-haired, freaky people came out, and you see everybody in town that you've never seen before. You're like, where did you come from? <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. It was a good time. No, it looked like because I haven't been to the new fusion little nightclub down below. Uh, oh yeah, Wasabi's yet, and it looked like they had a good little after party going there uh, for that event. So yeah. bummed I missed out on that, but after that week, I was one broke and two just freaking dead tired. Yeah, that's one place I I went in and I I know I was I was intoxicated when I got there. I was more intoxicated when I left, and I only left with a twenty dollar tab, and they take card. Oh, that's nice. Because yeah. not everywhere in town does that, which well, more more places do than not, but it's definitely like down east is a cash facility, which is all yeah. cool, but I never carry cash because I leave my wallet everywhere. No one does anymore, <laughs> man. I wish I did, but then I'd just spend it. Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> the worst with it. If I have cash, because I, you know, always worked in, you know, tip industry, so I, I'm a heavy tipper which i doesn't bother me i like to treat people well For but sure. uh, uh my bank account doesn't like it and i don't uh make uh money like i <laughs> i don't tip in relation to my uh income <laughs> let's put it that way which is unfortunate but good for others for other sure. people need money too yeah and <laughs> the industry of working in a diner or working 
food industry at all or bar. Oh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you worked at the old Boss Hogs for a good. Yeah, when I was in high school. Hell yeah. <laughs> Throw it back. Hell yeah. Making milkshakes, <laughs> looking burgers. <laughs> yeah, I made milkshakes. I never, I did never cook. I was back there with the cooks, but I never cook because this beautiful face has to be up front. <laughs> <laughs> but I could sling a milkshake or two. Hell yeah. It was a pretty good time. Paid the bills in high school. Paid for gas and other things. Wouldn't pay for gas now, but. No No way. (laughs) Wouldn't pay for anything anymore. It's kind of stabled out, at least, in the gas price. Creeped up again a little bit here here in recent. What are we at, diesel? 630? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Which is high. (laughs) Yeah. Triple what it was. (laughs) Nuts. We just all got to ride bicycles like old Joe Biden. (laughs) Oh, that was a hard <laughs> shot. <laughs> hey, if Funny you're going to ride a bike, you're going to ride a bike, and you're going to fall, and I'm going to make fun of you. I'm sorry. That's just, ain't nobody above getting made fun of. <laughs> of all the places to fall, in front of all the cameras. <laughs> just don't ride a bike. No, ride bikes. It's cool. Ride a fucking bike. If you got dementia, don't ride a bike. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> if you don't have dementia, ride all the bikes. Bikes are cool. Yeah. How old is he? Do you know? Too old. I mean, I think he's like 78. You're 78, ran a bicycle. Good on you. That's a danger to your health. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're one fall away from another brain surgery, Mr. Uh, (laughs) Joe. Anyone. Name it. Do you know any 70 plus year olds that ride bikes? I don't know any 70 plus year olds. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know my grandma ain't on a bike. (laughs) No, good on him. He's trying. He's, you know, I can't give him too much shit because let's be honest, he ain't doing nothing. He ain't in charge of shit. <laughs> yeah. We don't get political here, but... um, Doom and gloom. The dude's fucking dead, let's be honest. <laughs> he is, I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> Walking around, damn skin suit. <laughs> ain't nothing going on. He blinks sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard people, they blink sideways. You're making the frogs gay. The water's making the frogs gay. <laughs> Oh, shit. We better stop this before we get out of control. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been a great time. Hell yeah. Well, guys, thanks for joining us again for another episode. Um, man, it's been another week. Week in paradise up here. Yeah. Get out there. Do some fishing, man. We got plenty of opportunities up here. If you got any questions, reach out. Message us over on Instagram at uh, average underscore Alaskan underscore podcast. Michael underscore Swoboda. Sean underscore Louv. And, man, we'll do everything we can to help you out. If you're planning a trip up here, let us know. We'll do everything we can to help you out. If you got any you know questions, need recommendations, anything like that, all around the state, let us know. We'll do whatever we can to help. If you come down to Homer, let us know. Might hop on the podcast. We'll do something. We'll take you out for a beer. You know, If you listen, let us know. We enjoy it. We do it for y'all. That's, that's what we're here for. That's what's up. And we're going to keep doing it. Keep doing it every week, Thursday, 6 a.m. You'll have another episode from us. Like I said, we got a fun, uh, I haven't told you who our guest's going to be for next week, but uh, you know him, you like him. It's going to be a fun one. We might shift gears a little bit for next week's episode. It's going to be a good time. But uh, no, until next week, I guess, guys, we're going to keep on keeping on. And I might continue to drag this out for another two minutes just because I want it to be two hours exactly. <laughs> How satisfying. Right? No, I'm just kidding, guys. Um But yeah, no, like I said, let us know on anything. If y'all got any episode requests, anything like that, gear reviews, any stuff like that, 
please let us know. We're going to be cranking it hard here. So, uh, you know, we might skim through some things. We might, you know, glance over stuff and not think about it just because we're going to be burning the candle on both ends here. You know, we're filler freezer, freezer filler, freezer filler season right now. And, you know, we got to hit it hard, but we're going to do our best to hit everything in detail for you guys. But like I said, you got any questions, concerns, input, anything let us know we're here for y'all and until next time just kidding we're not gone yet no (laughs) what are you doing what are you doing all righty guys y'all have a good time stay average go catch some fish enjoy the summer enjoy the sunshine don't get sunburnt use sunscreen aloe up after you don't and stay safe we don't want skin cancer have a good one bye bye (laughs) 